loud. This is Jordan. song you're doing what uh is it new it's new york state of mind yeah no hit the song that you sang in the beginning oh oh it's well fed episode 19 <laughs> we're sitting here with paul talking about food and shit <sighs> fucking killed it double double intro music this that time. was sick yeah there will be yeah, yeah. this is it this yeah. is episode 19 yeah we're here with uh we're here with paul hey how's it going guys paul sunika hell yeah you got that you got that right dude I yeah tried, a lot of people can't say the last name right on the first try that i'm was, glad i got it right i yeah. was actually i was, I yeah. was saying it and i'm all yeah I say this wrong? oh dude it's hilarious every time i see i i try and wonder if i should seize the opportunity to be like what the fuck did you just say just because <laughs> you know suniga right yeah so like it could it could be uh a lot of people say Sungia. Uh, oh I'm yeah, like, that's just the Chipotle thing. Yeah, where you're like, <laughs> that's you're, dyslexia. Yeah, Chip- you're just you're just out here mis misplacing letters. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, yeah. I I don't know why people do that. I hate when people say just Chipotle. 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 <laughs> I've it never heard me. that happen before. Chipotle. Chipotle. No, no. Oh, that, yeah, it's like no, nah, dude. The T is before the L. That's, that's white, not. That's white people. Not how that works <laughs> for yeah. sure. Yeah, dude. Uh, so you have a podcast co- or cooking show now. Yes, yes, I you do. You just dropped episode one. Episode a, one. A week ago? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. How's, that, how's that been received so far? Uh, you know, it's actually, I'm not involved in like doing a lot of like artwork right now. And this is like the biggest, the, the bigger project that I'm working on. And it received really well. Like yeah. a lot of the homies, like I, that... I think like thought weren't like didn't really care about the stuff that I was doing. They shared it, yeah. reposted. Yeah. So that was really nice. Like, Dude, really I, sick. I could I could uh I could sympathize with that. Like I could definitely relate, you know? Mm-hmm. Because it's like a lot of friends of mine who again, just by virtue of the panini we're in and all the stuff and people yeah. growing apart and like when I started sharing this like people out of the woodworks are like, yo, fucking they're sharing the stuff. And I'm like, dude, this is sick. I yeah. didn't even, like I haven't talked to you in a minute, but the love is still there. And that's fucking cool, man. Yeah, I know. I feel like a lot, a lot of people in their relationships have fell off. I mean, like I can't, I don't, I can't say that for, for everybody, but I definitely like the, the people that, you know, that were really close to me beforehand, like would definitely have drifted off and stuff like we only have like surface level sort of connections online and stuff, which is kind of sad, but it's really nice when you get to touch base every once in a while. It's like, yeah, you know, it, mm-hmm. the, yeah, I don't really, get, I don't, I don't really see people too much anymore, but it is always nice. Like, and it's been nice things are starting to open up again. Mm-hmm. Like, so like it's a little bit more accessible to go out and do shit. People right, are yeah, starting yeah. to get vaccinated and yeah. shit like that. So it's, it's, but it's, it's always nice. That's why this thing has been so sick. Like yeah. the fact that it gives us a reason to get together and, chill and yeah. have an outlet yeah something yeah well and a reason just to get together and hang out when no one can really hang out right yeah. you know what i mean yeah. definitely i i mean i have a question to ask uh, uh, of you guys because like we we all kind of know each other through like the hardcore scene right yeah, yeah. quote the hardcore scene mm-hmm. and like we made a lot of friendships over over that over time and shit and like i mean do you guys still talk to like a lot of the people that you used to talk to 
through that? I mean, I, I still talk to a lot of the people, like, for sure from back home. Like, I'm from Sacramento. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a lot of the people from back there I still talk to, for sure. I still got my super tight circle up there. Yeah. Um, and some of the people, yeah, I mean, I still talk to some of the friends I've made through that. Um, mm-hmm. I think I've drifted apart from some people. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, I that's technically how I met Jordan. Yeah, and, yeah. And, He's my best friend. So, oh, you know what I mean? like, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just, it, but the, some people have drifted off and that's, it sucks, but I also understand why people are, you know, isolating and shit. Like some people, so I think some of the reasons some of the drift offs have happened is because people feel uncomfortable and, sure. yeah. and you know, that's, I, I get it. I'm not going to fucking push it. Are you you're talking about solely because of like COVID? And yeah. Stuff, yeah. Right? That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Cause like, I, I know that, 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 I mean, that shit scared a lot of fucking people, man. Yeah. It scared no, me. Absolutely. I've worked the whole pandemic and like, I'm surprised I haven't caught it yeah like, exactly. i'm super shocked i never caught it yeah as far as just like the natural drift of people though uh yeah i think you know that that, that people sort of ebb and flow like they kind of take spaces away from each other and then something will happen to where it's like you go to a barbecue or do something or you know you're at a kickback and you're like hey dude mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. i stopped really going to shows for like a good three years but i remember back in like 2016 when when jared and you lose like when they started playing i was like man Jared's been supporting me and all of my music whenever when I was doing music and all my musical endeavors. He's been there for every single thing, oh, yeah, driven he, all the way out everywhere, you know, ro- rode through. I'm going to support this guy doing his thing. So I went back and just started coming back and and, and I enjoyed myself because I was able to remove myself from a lot of the uh, non-music part mm-hmm. of going to shows it's you know super what I mean? political yeah sometimes it's hard to like it's a great yeah. word because i was dancing around that exact word but i didn't want to you know be weird but yeah to not have politics and all this stuff involved and just be able to come back and oh. enjoy and be a bystander and you do you man you know oh yeah like but the love was still there still there yeah yeah because yeah. yeah, you guys oh my god dude you you're you had a gang of homies like well, i remember when i first started going to shows and like when a city in arms was like a big fucking like it was like the bigger band in San Jose mm-hmm. like it was um it was like right behind like uh my over eyes and shit you know it was just like like you guys had a gang of homies that was riding heavy every single time yeah right? it was basically like if we were if we were on the bill that's a guaranteed 20 at least 20 mm-hmm. person 20 30 person turnout yeah. so that's kind of i mean that one that was cool and we were like we had we Granted, it was like a traveling fucking circus. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, and that's not without without its faults. But mm-hmm. it was fun, dude. That shit was. That, those were, dare I say, golden years. Uh, because strangely enough, not it, 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 and we don't have to get crazy hardcore talk. But mm-hmm. I mean, I want to talk about it for Fuck a while. Yeah. I, mean, it's, I want to talk about your band too. I mean, like, is your band still a thing? Like, are you guys still? Uh, you know, like that's. My a lot of my bands have never really officially said like we're gonna call it quits. We just kind of drifted in separate directions. Like and right now, it's weird because Kevin is like he has cystic, uh, cystic I can't say it cystic uh, cystic fibrosis. Okay, mm. so he hasn't he's been really locked up in his house. Like he can't see anybody just because yeah. he's he's like real like it would be really bad for him to to catch COVID. So yeah. And he's like one of my main partners. Like when we write, we like write music like the structurally like together, you know. Um, mm. But uh, Beben, who was playing guitar for us, he's like out in SoCal now. He lives out in L.A. And okay, uh, Cody, uh, he plays bass for us. He's like doing like the drain thing, and he also lives out in L.A. You know, and yeah. then, um, uh, what do you? Let's see who who else? Fuck, I can't. 
dare I say? Oh, Walid. He's a uh, well. Me and Walid still talk. Uh, he talk, but we talk on some like we we talk on some like Bitcoin shit. You know, we, even, <laughs> we, don't, even, we don't even talk about music anymore. Out here talk about portfolio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bro, like he's really about and like we we just have not talked about really music in a long time. And then I have my individual interactions with them, you mm-hmm. know, about other shit. But I I want to say that Morning Coffee was like the. I like you like you put it like I'm kind of not I'm not sure where my head's at but like I'm kind of retiring from music you mm. know or I'm I, right now it's not at the forefront of like my identity as right before as your creative was. outlet yeah it's not exactly the, it's not the thing that you was... guys talk for a second I think the door's open because I feel a draft oh okay for yeah you. for sure yeah yeah I, I can feel that it, I saw your post the other day and if you if you listen through some of these episodes I've talked to, like I name dropped you on like what was it I think it was like four episodes ago when I've I've been I've had this dream of starting another project again mm-hmm. but for some reason it's like I I don't see it taking over the world like we've seen a good amount of uh, we've seen a couple of bands from our home like yeah, do, yeah. but I like I was like it would be sick to start. It, it's weird that I mentioned it. I, I called it a super group, where it was just like p- dudes from established bands who are good musicians and really, really are into composition, mm-hmm. but from a from such a strange misfit spread. Mm-hmm. And I was like Paul on bass. And another thing I was I was the, I, another weird thing about this like band idea was that everyone's mic'd up. Oh yeah, that's it. yeah. That'd be fucking like sick. Ev- everyone's mic'd up. Just fucking. You have hype. a lead vocalist, you know. Yeah. But then, it's not. That's just not it. You know. I was like, what if, what if, what if uh, Paul was on bass and like Cam Jeezy was on guitar? That'd be sick. From like these streets, Lionheart. Yeah, that'd so be sick. Everyone and it's just like it, it, it. Just having such a weird. I don't know. It's it just a weird spread. It's like you could bring in a some some real skater punk aspect mm-hmm. and then you can get you know like j- just cam himself is just he writes a lot of just the you uh, the the uh, the these streets stuff i got to say cam from these streets is a seriously talented musician insanely yeah, he is. insanely fucking ridiculously and as ambitious. far as, as far as a vocalist like Fuck, dude. Well, that guy just puts out project after project doing like different, like not even just in music, but in like different uh, platforms of art. Yeah. It's just like kind of insane, the drive he has. And then I look at him sometimes and I think like, oh, that guy's like maybe like getting like in his 30s or something, but he's younger than I am. Dude's no, dude's yeah. 20 something. He's young. Yeah, that guy is fucking ridiculously. Like, I don't even think he's halfway through 20, his 20s yet. I don't know him. Per- I don't know him that well personally. It's always like, what's up, G? Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, dude, good to see you. You know, like, we know, you know, each other. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, dude. And I only said as a vocalist because that's my instrument, air quotes, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I couldn't be like, oh, man. Like it's such a good. I, I'm not. I'm not a technical. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm not a, a. Watching you play in morning coffee is some of the like coolest shit I can remember. Uh, hardcore thank shows. You. Thank you. Like like real talk. Yeah. Like I I remember seeing you guys play in the backyard in Salinas. Oh yeah. And you like the set started and you were just on the fucking roof. Yeah. yeah. Like I was like, what the fuck is happening? And you jumped off the fucking roof during the set. It was yeah. it was badass. Climbing up on, on hanging hanging off. Stuff. You know it's weird and like. It was uh, awesome, dude. The where I get my fucking like inspiration from, like I do, uh, 
it's it's like the weirdest band, but like Taking Back Sunday, Adam, like from Taking Back Sunday, yeah. is one of the most insane vocalists I've ever hmm. fucking seen. Yeah. He, he does, he's like, he's a great vocalist and can hit every single note and like, but is still like super rowdy. He does these, these mic swings just like over and over again catches it on cue every single time he climbs shit and like i mean it's a performance yeah it's a performance and like whenever i played for morning coffee it was like i i really wanted to like step away from because i coming coming from like where where i started from playing bands like in metalcore bands and stuff like i really wanted to be like a tough guy like seriously like tough dude and like I wanted to wear the white tee and then like the fitted cap and mm-hmm. like fucking just like be real. Like I wanted to look like, you know, remember that band Recognize? Dude. Yeah. 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 I yeah. wanted to be like that fucking dude. But then I realized like I was like, oh man, like all these dudes out there are having hella fun, but I'm just like kind of looking like, I'm just like looking like a statue. And then I realized like, oh man, I just kind of want to have fun myself too, you know? Some days I like, when I was performing, like I would say some of the lyrics and just like run around and just like that was fun for me. Yeah, and then yeah, definitely. I kind of c- could break free after, like after Morning Coffee helped me break free free for that. Energy, that's sick. energy, man. Yeah. That's that's. I mean, remember Brad when I was talking about my triple Venn diagram of of how I like describe music or how I like a- appeal to music. Mm-hmm. I was telling Brad uh, that I think of it in this weird, I guess, sort of abstract way. I think of three intersecting circles. And if you're listening, you've probably heard this this one already. And if you're close to me, you've definitely heard me talk about this type of stuff already. But you think of like three circles that are intersecting and each one there's originality, substance and energy. Mm -hmm. Those three things to me is what allows me to like latch on Mm -hmm. to like music. Yeah. You know, and I, I like to say just to keep it brief is like, you know, originality is just more in a sense of do you sound like you? Right? Do you sound like? Does you do you have your sound? Like not authentic. to say not to say that you can't pick apart things. Like Brad had said, like you know, D beat. You're gonna like that is now now that is a that is a thing. You know, that is a thing that is just a it's an element to a lot of music. Like do that do that do that do that. Like that's just mm-hmm. a thing. You know, a circle pit beat or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. You know, to say that oh well they have a circle pit they sound exactly like that's not exactly the case. So you have originality to where it's like do you have your own sound? Um, Substance, which is, are you even saying anything? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. do you have something to say, right? Because it, you, or is it all surface level? Is like it? Type? And then I and I make it's a real generalization, but the world's so cold, fuck everyone. I'm so lonely, heartless. Mm-hmm. You know that whole thing. Yeah, which it's like we've heard it, and it's good, and it does the it does the job of mm-hmm. of inciting a feeling, yeah. right? Because art, at its basic form, is just to incite a reaction, positive or negative. You know. So there's, uh, you know, substance. Are you even saying anything? And then energy. Like you said, you felt like a statue on stage. Yeah. Right? That, that's the worst. You, worst. you can have the heaviest chuggy riffs, just straight ass beaters all day. Like, mm. Or, you know, something extremely melodic and pretty and fucking makes you feel warm and all this stuff inside. But if you're just standing there, you know, it takes out the performance side of it. You know, that so, when I've seen videos of Morning Coffee, because I think... The majority of the, I think, the time that you guys were really f- getting traction mm-hmm. was when I wasn't really involved in the scene. But I, of course, I'm, you know, eagle eye, just here, ear to the ground, I guess, at the same time, seeing everyone making their moves and do all this stuff. Like, yeah, dude, I've seen the fucking mic wrapped around the neck. I've seen the you climb <laughs> on, a, yeah. on a rafter hanging from the thing and yeah. upside down with your knees hooked on the thing with the mic wrapped around your neck doing the, 
doing the whole thing. And I'm like, dang, like there's that yeah. energy. It's cool, man. Right? And, like, and I, very memorable. And yeah, it, that's the thing. I was like thinking like you, a lot of people didn't like us for our, like, cause we were just, we, we got put on like a lot of heavier bills, like with other people. And it's just like a lot of people, I was thinking like a lot of people might not like us, but they're definitely going to remember the performance hundred mm-hmm. percent right. for sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're going to say, I remember that band. I didn't like them. Or I remember that band. That was, you know, fucking cool. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was all right. E- either way, you're going to be entertained. Yeah. You know, yeah. Something... where did you come up with the name morning? Co- or who came up with the name morning? Co- oh my God, dude. I think I did I've always it. thought it was a, f- I've always thought it was a funny name. Like, dude, I think I did it subconsciously. I kind of wanted like, oh man, like, cause I was thinking I, bef- this, this band, like I, w- when I started this band, I was like playing in like what back in the day was like because like the like the street punk scene and like the hardcore scene or where i was coming from the metalcore scene or whatever but they called it hardcore like were two separate playing fields like there were two different shows you know and i started i was dating this punk girl um who was from san jose and she was really into like the punk punk street punk scene like the house shows and all like these bands that i've never heard of that's where i started listening to a lot of like um power violence and uh, started listening to a lot of grindcore and i was okay. like fuck there's like so many facets of like hardcore that i just didn't dive into like it was before like people were starting like really were into blast beats or like circle pit parts you know yeah like, definitely yeah so um I went to the, uh, like, I, I, I just started getting into, like, the punk shit, and then, like, I tried starting this, um, it was, before Morning Coffee was Morning Coffee, it was, like, this three-piece, and it, we called, like, our name, like, it was, like, X Foreigner X or something like that, and um, after that, it was, like, Nerve Exposure, and then I was, like, fuck, man, like, none of these these uh, names kind of resonate with me. I just want something like that I like, like, cause I wrote all the music. I was like, okay, so what do you really like? I was like, you like your coffee. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. That's badass. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's a perfect way to come up with a band name. Nerve Exposure is a sick ass power band sick name, though. Ass, <laughs> like, yeah. like, Nerve Exposure. Yeah. 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 That's I think, cool. I think the guy, the original, the Ryan from The Art of War. Okay. Ryan Rabar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's his band. Cause he, he don't, we were playing together for a second, but then uh, just creative differences or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he carried out Nerve Exposure. So. Oh, sick. Yeah. That's so right. yeah. He's doing it now. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's a fucking crazy name, though. Yeah. yeah, I've come up with so many fucking cool band names, and I go on a uh, Hate Five Six, uh, his Sage uh, program. Uh, Sunny Singh has this program. This fool's a this fool's a straight up genius. The fucking NSA wanted to hire him to work on Project Fucking Palantir to do like straight up spying on like people. Like what he's he's fuck? that yeah. Sunny Singh, shout out Hate Five Six always. But <laughs> when the um, fuck? Where did you hear that? Oh no, that's facts. Oh, I know. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not. I oh, just no, want to no, know yeah, where no, you heard it. No, yeah. I mean, I've, I've followed Hate Five. That's Six fucking for, wild. That's they, so yeah, he, they wanted him to do data mining on. Like they 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 offered him a job and he sent them back an email that was like, "Go fuck yourself," because he's so anti like yeah anti- no exactly anti- yeah government, everything mm-hmm. like you know that's ba- that's being the biggest cop yeah like yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah there's, no, there's no way you would do that he like, created a basically an ai algorithm that you can type in bands that you like and bands that you don't like and based off of search engine like history it will pair you to bands that you would also like like similar bands that you would like that's weird and i need to look into that dude you could look at a, a web and you can type in foundation and you can see foundation in the middle 
and then little webs that shoot off to all the other, Jesus. you know, inclination and, you know, all the, uh, just all these different bands and then the webs from those bands. And it's just based off of, uh, web, web traffic. So like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's called, that's it's insane. called Sage. So it, in my dorky way, I, if I come up with, if I think of a cool band name, I go and search it because he literally has almost any band within like alternative music that you can think of. Uh, that that it's it's on there, like from the smallest rinky dink band to you know fucking I don't know ceremony, you know. So like yeah, yeah. it's it's all on there. So it's like I've searched some and I'm like, oh well, fucking Storm Crow's already band name. That'd be fucking sick, <laughs> you know, like things Storm Crow. Yeah, Is that dude, fucking Star Wars reference. No, nah, dude, Crow? Lord of the Rings. Oh, dope. <laughs> dope. Yeah. Why should I welcome you, Gandalf? <laughs> Storm Crow. And I remember looking it up and I was like, what the fuck does that mean? A storm crow is a fucking crow that shows up in your town when a storm's coming. And that's what Gandalf was. When Gandalf shows Jesus up, it doesn't mean anything good. Yeah. Like Gandalf's at your door, it's like, fuck. Couldn't it have meant something deeper? It's just call, it's called a storm crow. A storm and, crow. And it, do, it does exactly what it says. It's it exactly does. it. Yeah. <laughs> was Gandalf, he was not, he was, he wasn't fucking around with some dark shit though. It was his, it was his predecessor. So like, no, dude, no, he's a, he's a, a Maiar. I could get nerdy on this. He, oh. he knows. No, no, no. Yeah. He's, he's of one of the spirits that have existed from the beginning of the beginning of time. Oh, it's okay. just, he's manifested no himself as a human being. So it's like, yeah, when he fights the Balrog, these are two ancient spirits who have been around since the beginning of time itself. Jesus Christ. So when he turns to them and says, this foe is, be is beyond any of you, fucking run. He's yeah. like, yo, I got this. He's level 100. They're all level five. Brad gets this with, yeah. ta with tabletop and, and, and yeah. wow and stuff of Warcraft. Like, they're all level fucking one. He's level 100. Jesus And man. he's like, yo, y'all don't stand a chance. Just dip. And that's where he stands his ground. He's like, what's up? Like, hey, Gimli's at least level 20. Gimli's a savage, dude. Like, he was like, hey, this ring? Hey, yo, fuck <laughs> this ring. Act back. And just fucking like, nah. Legolas probably like 30. Oh, yeah, he did, did, he did do that. Oh, yeah, for sure. straight off the bat. Yeah. He was like, you want to destroy it? Man, get the fuck Give out of the way. Give me my axe. Get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll break thing. it. Bat. And it just fucking, yeah, nothing. Shattered. This, bust, is, this is definitely like a surface level uh, comment on Lord of the Rings, but I do, I do fuck with uh, Gandalf's like wardrobe uh, change. Oh, caught, caught. Nice. His change from uh, what? From gray to from white? From gray to white. He was looking flossy. Before he was. Well, dude, he fucking, spoiler alert, if you've been under a fucking rock, he died. Yeah. He died and. Fighting was, the monster, he right? Was fucking resurrected. He said, my mission here wasn't complete. But that was on some, that's on some Tolkien Christianity shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah Tolkien yeah. was a huge Jesus freak uh, at, the, at, the, at the end of it all. Jesus. So, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I could nerd out for days on that stuff, but Storm, Storm Crow, I thought would be a sick band name. I have a bunch of other ones, but I always, I never want to say them. <laughs> Why? I never want to say them. Such a dork. No, <laughs> just fucking like, say it. Yeah, no like, one's going to be like, uh, fuck it, I'm going to steal that. Dude, the idea for the band. Oh, is that why you don't want to say them? You think people are no, going to steal it? fucking steal them. I'm a dumbass, dude. That's it. That's I like, have to hoard my gold. No, like, fuck <laughs> no it's not, they're not that great. But like one I thought was sick, and I'm surprised is not a band already. The idea, I think very conceptually about music, like it's not just the like writing something and playing and getting everyone to mosh and because that would be cool. But at the end of the day, it would be cool to be in a band that not only do I get to watch my friends beat each other up, but they're also like yelling lyrics back in my face. Yeah, pile like, ups. That's that that is that is to me like, and that's not asking for a lot, but you actually have to try for that. You mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. the idea 
the concept of having a, a group comprised of dudes from other, from what I would call successful homegrown, uh, uh, like outfits and bands, uh, outsource. Outsource? Outsource or outsourced, because that's literally what it would be. I wouldn't expect Paul and Cam and Brian and, you know, you know, or like Sammy on drums again with the idea of everyone mic'd up. Mm-hmm. Well, That'd be so like sick. Everyone mic'd up. Like yeah. Sammy on drums, mic'd up. Cam on guitar, mic'd up. Mm-hmm. Paul on bass, mic'd up. Like everyone. Headset mics. Oh, everyone gets. A- <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so dope. Like a Celine Dion concert. No, yeah. Even the, even the lead vocalist headset mics. Yeah, dude. Just- We're a fucking K-pop group. Fucking. I just, I just posted. Uh, up about it but minority unit they fucking That's, they they do that shit yeah so well yeah and it's just like a pass like oh i'm gonna pass you the mic i'm gonna pass you the mic i'm gonna pass you the mic and right. it's just ridiculous like yeah. the whole time yeah that shit's cool that shit's fun mm-hmm. the, the only reason i call it outsource is because it's like it's not like i would it, it we're not it, it wouldn't be any intent intention of touring and stuff and with anything i would want it to just get something on wax mm-hmm. like just record a four song or something and then and then like let everyone go back to their lives and their projects and the things that they that actually they've devoted a lot of time and energy into keeping going. Mm-hmm. And then just post and be like, yo, who wants to play this? Yeah. You know, no, like, that'd be who, sick. it's on there. It's out there. It's on a SoundCloud. It's on a band cap. Who who wants to who wants to play? Yeah. You know? So like, yeah, that that that, that was the 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 shtick. And of course, there's only been a couple of those uh sort of like uh Group bands like that minority unit type thing. Yeah, street yeah. sharks. I never really saw. Like I saw one street shark show, but oh, I remember yeah. it was like that was that, about that. That was, was like, like that was who was all that? That was a bunch of people. There was like nine it? fools in there. Yeah, right? I was in wasn't it like Adrian and Adrian and Oscar and Trevor and Trevor and, Trevor and, and, and yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Cy, Nick Carp, like, right too. I think, yeah, I think I don't know, man. Uh, oh, a lot of people. You guys remember the Handy Andy band? No. So Andy uh, Andy Hout like his, yeah his his like, like so Toshio had this like fucking grindcore project and then he had like a bunch of different features on it he had like John from um well there was me there was Andy there was just like a bunch of no names from like the hardcore scene oh fuck but <laughs> but um yeah he didn't age well you got fucking Andy and No Right now you got fucking you know yeah <laughs> Andy and Toshio and No Right you got fucking you know like yeah yeah but like it was it was a good collective of like people and then they put out like an EP which was really fucking sick and then yeah I forgot the, about Street Sharks the Damn. Handy Andy band the Handy Andy band I yeah. love that name yeah I love it's, that. and then they Great. did like a oh my god a, like a Magruder grind like esque like uh fucking Fuck. I love that band. Yeah, so I dead. love that band so much. Their EP cover art is so sick. I'll, I'll show it to you. I'll get Toshio ascended over it. Yeah, that, that, that'd be that'd be sick. I, I I love I love McGregor. I love power. I like got into a power violence kick, which is really funny because if any of my friends like from back in the day are listening, they're gonna go shut the fuck up, Brad. You you hated power. Like I used to hate this shit. hate fast stuff. I hated it. You're like where the I fucking hated. Chuck? What were you yeah. listening to while when you were like not. I listened like, to a lot of like death metal, okay, uh, like slower death metal stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it had blast beats and stuff, obviously, but like power violence was so like grindcore. It was all so fast, and I was just like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's there's some bands 
that like don't do it for me. Like I fucking can't stand like anal cunt or something like that. It's like, too much. It's too much. It's yeah. way too much. Yeah. Because after a certain point, it feels like they're just not even trying to be like, mm. m- like musicians. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really like. Um, I used to talk a lot of shit on like weekend nachos. Love that band. Now. Fucking love that band. band. Is so good. Yeah. Mm. I listen to them all the fucking time now. You ever like, notice weekend nachos morning coffee? Yeah, like you no, I, I definitely have like compared the two. That was my sure. favorite band at the time. Like I was listening to a lot of Weekend Nachos, Trash Talk, Code Orange Kids, uh, right, and the, Full of Hell. I've yeah. said that before. I literally have talked to somebody and I was like, I bet you the reason he named it that was because he likes fucking Weekend Nachos. Like, like Weekend Nachos Morning Coffee. Yeah. 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 Weekend Nachos is so good though. That was, that such was, a good band. Mm-hmm. And then Magruder Grind, I really like... Um, I haven't. I kind of fell off of it a little bit. I um. I haven't been listening to it recently. All I've been listening to recently, the past couple of days, is fucking Fallout Boy. Like, That's what's up, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm listening to an album that I never gave a chance, and I don't know why I never gave it a chance. Which like, one is that? Infinity on High. The oh, with the sheep. Two, yeah, the one that came out in 2007. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the I, one with Dance Dance. No, no, it's no. The one that after. was one before that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So Dance Dance. The the so from under the cork tree is really good and Take the Steer Grave is really, really good. Those are the only two albums I'd ever listened Take to. Those are like Dead on Arrival? Yes. Yeah. Those dude, that's that's the like the that? fucking hardcore fucking dudes like Yeah. That, dude, yeah. listening to that shit, how many okay. It sounds this is so corny. How many like moshable parts to bands that are just not moshable? Right? Like dude, the two step in the beginning me, of dude, Dead that, on Arrival. Are you kidding me? Go watch the video for Saturday. People are moshing. Yeah, dude. Oh, they're and, moshing. Well, and I heard the drummer is part of FSU too. Interesting. Isn't yeah. he wait, the drummer is I okay. Isn't the drummer in Weekend Nachos as well? No, no but no. Patrick did a feature on a Weekend Nacho song because they're from Chicago. Okay, and they fucking rep that shit hard, bro. Like it's it was no that that shit's cool. It's uh, he, we get Brendan yeah. Urie on a song. <laughs> Dude, you know that you've heard of that 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 either it's a fable or that's a, I'm pretty sure I've been repeating this for years and years. Uh, Panic of the Disco was signed before they ever played a show. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, Pete Wentz owned a label. Like they did, the Fall Out Boy had gotten enough traction. They had gotten signed and stuff. So I think he wanted to start a label. And so he's on MySpace and he finds this group of fucking 16 year olds from fucking Idaho, Ohio, wherever the fuck they're from. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kids in high school, Panic at the Disco, have their stuff on MySpace. And they're like, and he's like, you're signed. You're signed to my label. Not, never played a show. I mean, that happens, I guess. I mean, it did. Fever, you can't sweat out. Chef's kiss. So good. No, so I, I haven't really jammed Panic at the Disco too much. I've listened to it a little bit. Um, it, but yeah, Fallout Boy has been on my repeat recently. Coheed and Cambria. Um, yeah, I saw that dude in Keeping Secrets of yeah, Silent Earth Three. Yeah, I've been listening to that a lot. And I mean, then I just fucking I've been listening to fucking podcasts like I always fucking do. Yeah, like I I crush probably like eighteen podcasts a week. Jesus, it's fucking, Jesus, it's ridiculous. I've I've only been listening to like fucking like gangster fucking rapper like trap music like straight up like Freddie Gibbs right now is yeah. like fucking oh dude fucking all black and um all black and uh fucking he just put out a song with um Big Sean Four Things. No, Drake Drake Draco the the ruler. He put a song out with Draco Ruler and also um 
Kenny Beats is on the fucking made the beat. You're a big fan of Larry June, right? Fucking love Larry June, I've bro. It's a real Bay shit. Like I've never fucking never love Larry June. But like I've seen everyone like yeah, orange emojis and stuff. Is. I got oh, I, okay. Game us up. Start. Game Dude. us up right now. So Larry, Larry June is he's based. Uh, he's from Frisco, okay. but he lived out in Atlanta for a cool minute. But okay. he's this fucking like. He's just like this entrepreneur, like like it's all about like the fucking game. It's about getting money. It's about pimping, and it's about taking care of your motherfucking self. Yeah, so he like makes smoothies and like fresh pressed juice. Son. Yeah, he's like, all like, I love that shit. That's you know, sick. My whip's clean. My shoes are polished. I just made a smoothie. I fed my son. Like I, what's I, his name? Larry, Larry June. Maybe this is what I need in my life to get my shit straight, dude. And like just watch, start and, watching him, oh listening to him. Then. Instead of listening to like David uh, uh, David Goggins, right? That's the runner dude. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. he's it's, a psycho. Yeah, he. I. I mean, people like will listen to him and get all amped up and shit. Like in the morning, I'll listen to Larry June because he's like, "Yo, go for a run, like protect your mind, like eat some fucking green shit." You know? Is he, is, is he a rapper? Or? Yeah, he's a rapper. Okay. Yeah, and like I really like him just because he like reps the Bay a lot, and he also is just like, "Yo, like take care of your health." You know, like that, all that, like that money shit and flexing shit is cool, you know, but like if you're, if you're not doing anything about it and if you're not fucking taking care of yourself, then it really just goes to waste, you know? And like me, I've been on a, a super health kick lately just because like, yeah, see, I see you posting like you're running a lot and stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I've, I've, that's another facet that just helped me like feel like I feel freer now as like, as a person, like, um, taking care of my health, like running, running kind of did that for me. Because like before, I oh mean, it's 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 just so much shit. It's just like a lot of it, it has to do with like COVID happening, you yeah. know. And like before, when working in the restaurant industry, I was working for this place where like I romant like super romanticized my job a lot. But like in reality, it was like is seriously was one of the worst environments I've ever put myself through. Is and this the place in Santa Cruz? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. It was yeah. it was my first fine dining like environment i've worked for restaurants before but this was like top-notch shit yeah, and like yeah. the people that i was working for they really really knew what they were doing and like introduced food in a way that i've never even like i've I'd never even thought of uh, just like how to take care of like produce and how to treat um like meat and vegetables and shit like it, it was it was seriously like eye-opening but the take from that was like the environment was really sickening. Like, yeah, um, I was working six days a week, and our staff kept g getting less and less by the week because people were leaving. And um, I was when I first started out there, like I was getting paid fifteen dollars, and without anybody telling anybody, like they they cut me to twelve dollars, which is like Jesus. yeah, and it's like fifteen dollars in Santa Cruz is like a big deal, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's only a dollar more than what you would be making at like a regular restaurant or whatever. But like, I was like a top notch chef at a high end place and like, I'm not getting paid m more than a fucking in and out burger worker, you know? And it's right. just like, yeah, like that's great. I mean, in and out burgers out here, they start at 1850. Exactly. Like, exactly. That's, that's fucked. And people want to talk about like, people are so like, Oh, like the fucking restaurant industry, it's super toxic and shit. And it's, it's rampant with drug abuse and fucking just like gnarly shit happens stress, all the time. Stress, yeah, but it's, stress, yeah. But it's because you don't fucking support your fucking workers, you know? It's because you don't give them any sort of like, be, like you give them just enough to come back and do it again. And then like, 
when I was, I didn't notice it at the time, but like I was drinking super heavy working on that space. I would like get off like a 10 hour shift or a 12 hour shift and then have like 30 minutes to get to the bar to, before it closed. And I would just, ha I would or always order three beers. I would hammer that shit down in like 30 minutes. And then I'd fucking just do a bunch of blow and I'd fucking be, you know, like kind of like, you know, uh, flirty with like the fucking, like, like every, every, everybody at that restaurant was way too close with, with the people that worked there just because yeah, it was mm. just, everybody was too tight. Yeah. Cause we, well, cause you were commiserating, right? Yeah. You guys were all that's sitting in. Word. Yeah. Commiserating. Yeah, yeah. You guys were also, I think that's the right application of it. Yeah. You guys were sitting there together. Like this fucking sucks, but we, it sucks for all of us. Mm -hmm. We're all here to get that, you know, yeah. The, com the camaraderie behind like that staff was amazing. And we were like so close together that it was like all we did all the time together. Just be, you're right. Like being miserable together like that. Yeah, exactly. So when like COVID hit, I was like, oh fuck. Like no matter, like I just realized like putting in all this time for some, for somebody else's dream and like the the state of my mind was just like un I had a lot of time to like sit down and think about all the shit that was going on and like I'm in a better place now uh, but with that is like you know I'm like not at like a top level restaurant I'm not cooking the food that I want to but like right now like I don't need that I kind of need like I'm, I'm a, I work at a taco truck with one of my one of my homies and it's like a super easy job and it's like there's not really any big commitment to it and like my boss knows that and he's okay with that and shit and like if i need a day off like he'll give me a day off so it's cool man that sounds like a much better environment it was a it was it was a good reset i mean like and i needed it you know and i next time i do push for food it's going to be on my own shit like on my my own project which is why i'm doing like maserat right now mm -hmm. is because like okay now i have time to be an actual artist in this facet that is food. So yeah. yeah. So what kind of what what kind of food do you like to cook? Like what's your what's your lane? You know well, what I mean? Well, like, you know, like I've been all taught I've, I've been taught primarily like in French technique and, you know, cuisine. Um and I guess like American and stuff. But like one thing that I really, really want to get into is um like learning how to cook Filipino food. Um just because I am Filipino and I'm yeah. kind of like, like I, I was born, I was born in Hong Kong and I lived in Manila for a little bit, but I don't remember anything. That's right. Wild. Yeah. yeah I, I did not I, know that. I, me either. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I, um, I was moved here when I was really, really young. Uh, my stepdad, um, he brought me over here. So I, I've just, I'm like this full Filipino person, you know, that has been, Americanized and like have been has been living in the US and has all like I have American culture so ingrained into me you know but like in like the deep of my hearts of hearts like I am a Filipino person and I'm just trying to like navigate back to whatever that means and the the easiest way to do it right now is through food so I'm trying to learn a lot more about my culture by understanding food and technique from there that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's really that's really cool. It's a full circle type of thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I get real. I just a a, a quote popped into my head. Uh, what is it? Uh, I think it's, it popped out. No, dude. No, yeah. <laughs> I think, and I'm gonna butcher it, but it's something like uh, I think it's T. S. Eliot, and he says, uh, "And when we cease 
when we cease all our exploration, it's to return to the place where we first started and know it for the first time. And I think that, I don't That's know, beautiful. for something that like res the fact that you're like, what I, what you just explained is like returning home, like going back to your roots, mm -hmm. but like, Pumping that out for the yeah. pe for for people in an art form and something that's fucking special, dude. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Thank you. Yeah. Right now, I'm kind of at a disadvantage because I can't leave the country because I'm technically not a citizen. Oh, I mean, a proverbial. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I no, know. no, I know totally what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but like, if I feel like it would do me so much to go learn from the, you know, just to be back there, you know, right? And like, yeah, you know, like yeah. It, it'd be like feeling it for the first time. I guess I actually I don't know what it would feel like, you know. Um, and like, I'm just like kind of learning right now how much my Filipino identity means, like it means so much to me, mm -hmm. you know, just because like, I mean, there's all, all these, the, 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 the political racial issues that are going on right now and everything, you know, like, and I just feel like it for me, like to better understand like what is going on with like my, like my people like asian asian people mexican people like and actually just any person of color like like i feel like i need to understand myself better yeah you know? yeah 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 this has been this this past year uh i mean it's been it's been more than that but i think i think the the covid and isolate all these different things all these different things swirling the election um more more police violence uh uh, higher all these different things have kind of sort of kicked up like the dust and like brought a lot of the un sort of unveiled a lot of the fucking just absolute absurdities of the way that our fucking American culture operates because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's like it's so deeply ingrained and this is nothing anyone's this isn't anything like You've never heard everybody. If you're listening to this, you fully understand this already. So it's quite literally preaching to the choir. But I mean, Brad and I have talked about a bunch about there's a there's a fucking buzzword that I use so much, but desensitizing where we see it so much that it's 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 we've we've become numb to this fucking it's not right. The way that this it's going is just not right. And I think it's becoming more and more apparent. Mm -hmm. What surprises me, and, I, and this, I will sound ignorant as fuck, but I'm like, it, and it, it, it's not like excusing the acts against other uh, like denominations of people, but I'm like, why Asian people? Oh yeah, like re with this with this most recent shit, where I'm just like, wait, what? Like it's not, and it's not just like Asian people. It's like Asian elderly people, people that can't like people Asian elderly people are mostly passive because they've gone through so many hardships in their own country and when they come over here they really they cut it's Stay better in your own lane yeah not be in anyone's way mm -hmm. just take care of your family and you and your and um, that so and with that being said I'm like wait what like so and I'm not saying like damn dude you're having a loud ass barbecue laughing and da 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 it's like call the cops on them like that that's not an excuse but at the same time like, I could see how fucking Karen will be like, these people are enjoying themselves loudly, unashamed, un, you know, da 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 da. da. Whereas I think what, please correct me if I'm wrong, what we're, what we're talking about is much more of a, res like, Asian elderly people or the Asian community is much more reserved mm -hmm. and much more like, 
we like it's not in anybody's way like it like i that it sounds dumb i'm telling you i'm they, gonna sound they, ignorant but it's definitely not like a it's not like it, i feel like there's no why that's what i don't understand like that it's so weird and well I, I think one thing one one thing to do with it is just the fact that you know like there's a stigma amongst asian people right now because one like we have this dumb fuck who's over here saying China virus. Yeah, exactly. Like that's that. that's a big that's a big reason for it is because people some people who don't really think about it is like they group all Asian people together when there's like so many different facets of um, Asian like different Asian people. The diaspora. It, yeah, exactly. Right? The, the exactly the way that it, it has spread around like the the, the the people the human family has moved around the world. You know, it's I've never heard that word said. Diaspora. Diaspora. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's like that's like, that you'll hear. I mean. <laughs> A lot, like, a lot of my studies, I've heard African diaspora, mm-hmm. you know, I where it's like it was diaspora. No, I mean, yeah, when you, a diaspora is, I, from what I understand, is the the spread of that one that one member of the human family and how they how it has populated the world in so many different places, right? Yeah, you have Fijian, you have Guam, you have Palau, you have Papua New Guinea, Indonesia, mm-hmm. you have the Philippines, yeah. you have Thailand, you have Cambodia, you have Vietnam, you have. Uh, Mongolia, Korea, Korea mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it goes on, yeah. you know? So like the, 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 not hijacking or anything, but when people just say like African-American, right. Or Asian American, mm-hmm. it's it to a, to a degree, you're so broad strokingly Asia, mm-hmm. Africa, right. Where it's just like, dude, where though, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. you got, you got, you have pl- there, and there's the mixture, dude. You have places in uh, in 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 Indonesia, where you got like you were where it's it's Paul, but with my hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you see facts. what I'm saying? No, like, straight no, straight up, it's yeah. Paul with an afro, like yeah. pinky nappy hair, dog, mm-hmm. like <laughs> nappy. And so I'm like, damn, that is a beautiful expression of the human family. And you know, like I also like I when I was younger. Growing up, like I also was ignorant to that too because I had this like Vietnamese neighbor who was he's my my next door neighbor, and I was like a little kid going to elementary, and he was like a couple grades older than I was, and uh, he would my mom would ask him to walk me to school or uh, to elementary school, and um, this one time I remember this so vividly is like I asked him I was like oh so you know like you're you're Japanese and he's all like no I'm Vietnamese. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. I was like, what are you talking about, Vietnamese? Like, I, I was like a really, really little kid. And like, they don't really teach you these things when you're in school, you know? Like, it's kind of not the way they should. Yeah. Cause you have to, you have to figure it out. It sucks cause you have to figure it out from your, for yourself. And sometimes you hurt other people's feelings with your ignorance. But at least, like, I, uh, I guess situationally it could be a problem, but like, you know, as long as you are willing to learn about these things and like identity is a big, is a big thing for a lot of people. So, you know, like just try to be aware and fucking, you know, take it with a grain of, grain of salt because like, I don't know, I'm still learning a lot of things too, like mm-hmm. myself, you know, um, it was like, it wasn't like till a couple of years ago where like I had to learn the difference between like a lat- Latina, Hispanic and like Chicano, you know? Sure, yeah. Yeah. And like a lot, so it was like, I was like, oh, so you're, you're just like, a, you're like a Latina girl. And then this girl went off on me. She's like, I'm not Latina, you know, I'm Chicana, 
I fucking, I'm not from Latin America. She got really mad at me. Mm-hmm. And I had to be like, hey, I, I apologize. That's, yeah. that's my bad. You know? but, but that's the thing. You're willing to, like, you're like, my bad. And, like, educate me. Like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't mean to hurt. I did not mean to offend you. In any yeah. Way. I teach me so I don't do that again. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? And then that that's also where other things come in play. Whereas, like, if you're kind of combative about that, you know, like, you're kind of, like... People people are so quick to just like fucking go at each other's throats, you oh, know. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's. Yeah. I, I hate that man. People are super quick to just. Everyone wants to fucking fight all the time. Yeah. And yell at each other, and it's just like, why can't we just conversate? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I know there there's time there's a time and place for yelling and being loud and being mm-hmm. aggressive with things. Like when people are just being overly. There's a you know there's a line that people cross, mm-hmm. but you got to cross that line before people start freaking out on you. you yeah, know what I mean? I'm, yeah. As long as you're willing to talk about it and like, like if somebody was to say something offensive like to me like like out of ignorance, then I'd just be like, okay, well like let's like I want to I want to like educate you a little bit about like what <clears throat> what you're saying to me, you know, and if they if they're cool with that, then you know we the relationship could be. We could have a relationship, you know. But if you're like, no, nah, I don't, I don't fuck with that. Like, uh, then, then that, then it's a problem, you know. But and I, I, I find myself like even checking my mom sometimes, you know. Dude, uh, dude, that's one. Oof, yeah, yeah, that's a hard one, man. I, I have to deal with that with my mom, my mom, big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom says some outlandish shit. Mm-hmm. You, you might be listening to this, mom. Mm-hmm. We've had this argument. <laughs> like, yeah, same yeah, with like, my mom. I'm mixed, so you know, my yeah. mom. You know, it, it. I had a heavy, heavy moment um, within the past year after, you know, the George Floyd pl- protests. And it was weighing on me. It was weighing on me heavy, but I wasn't showing it. Mm-hmm. I, I, you'll, I'll be the first to tell you I didn't go out to protests. Uh, I didn't, you know, post a bunch. I didn't, you know. I mean, I, I, I did. I felt. I felt, but I didn't express. Um. And even at one point, Brad hit me up. And he's like, dude, we're going to the protest in San Jose. Do you want to come with? And I had to. I like immediately felt stupid asking you. No, dude. And it was, like, a, it was a learning thing for kind of both of us. And yeah, was, I that, immediately was, was like, I, sh- like, I should have thought about that more before I asked. Like, it, I wasn't he was, even he was I was town. just like, I'm going out. I'm, I'm going to be in your town. Like, right. I'll be there. It's going to be a big group. Do you want to come? And then I was like, fuck. I, no, man, because like, it's like a, you. A, the answer very easily could have been, "Yeah, dude, swoop me up. I just got home from work. Let's go." Yeah, but I was more like, "Man, I'm scared." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I don't. That was what made like me go, I have. Fuck. I have. I have dealt with police before, mm-hmm. not in a, not in a crazy amount. That oh man, you ain't from the this and that. It's like yeah. okay, whatever, man. I've been handcuffed in my, uh, you know, I've been handcuffed in in my living room with my whole family. Because of racial profiling, yeah, I've I've gotten pulled over with my boy Larry dropping off our our, our white friend at his house on 14th Street downtown. I mean, like, you know, like we I've I've had the run-ins, but I had, I told Brad I was like, you know what, man, I'm not I'm not comfortable, but please go and fucking you know don't feel bad, you know don't you know you're it's all good. Please be safe. Let me know if you need anything because you know you could always just yeah, I could come out and you know pick you up if you need you know because you're gonna yeah. be walking and you know tear all this stuff you were yeah. right there you were taking uh, pictures of fucking tear gas that was in from- oakland oh okay uh me we went out to the <clears throat> the protest in oakland 
And yeah, it was crazy. I saw firsthand what was going down. Like, cause we literally got basically got tear gassed for handing waters out to people. Mm-hmm. Like we showed up with a case of water and I was handing waters out to people and all of a sudden there's fucking tear gas canisters around. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like nothing's happening. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know, then shit popped off. Like, like shit got crazy that night. It was yeah. wild. We, we like, I was like, we need to go. It was yeah. me and my wife and Corey. Like I was like, we, we gotta go. Yeah. Like yeah. this is crazy. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of feel, oh, sorry. Yeah, I kind of feel like the, the same way that you did about it. Um, when like everything was popping up, of course, like I'm not. I felt, I felt that way being like a my, like a minority about it. But like, um, when, I, everybody was posting about the protests and like these links and all these, all these things and stuff, and like. I was scared too, and like I've, but all seeing all these things happen, like people like uh, in, in on uh, social media just posting up all these things, and like it made me feel the need to like post up too, you mm-hmm. know. And that I, I'm re- I'm realizing later, like you know, like you can feel heavy about these situations and stuff, and like you don't need to like kind of just have this surface level like interaction on. Mm-hmm on the on the internet because like you know just like it's really it's a lot it's it's so much to handle on your own and like like we feel our own situations about it too and like just do what you can when you can and like i don't it's it's been really really hard it was really really hard with the george floyd protest because like when i i went at there were so many people like doing stuff in the Bay Area, and mm-hmm. like at that moment, like I was in Arkansas, right? Right, and I was with this like one of my best friends in the whole entire world. I was out there seeing his family, and but he's like a white dude, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he's a, he's a, he's from he's from the Bay Area, but he he lives out there and he's a white dude, you know, and like I was like, fuck, man, like Arkansas, by the way, which is the uh, the home of the Klan, yeah, which is like the probably the most racist state i think i'm pretty sure like having the home like the, i mean the pockets like some wouldn't of the pockets su- definitely wouldn't surprise me he, no, some he of lives the like 10 minutes are, away from like the fucking like the i don't know what it, like the main site or something like dude, that like ground fucking zero bro yeah. there are sundown towns still yeah out that's there. fucking insane that's which so is insane. like 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 Paul and I aren't walking around up. At that's night. dude. That's yeah. why because I was. Because if you are, then it's like a couple good old boys in in, a, in an F one fifty. No, seriously. Yeah. When I was when I was out there, like everybody back home was so like up in arms, like doing shit, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm all the way out here," and I went to a protest in Arkansas. Shit. And it like I was scared shitless because they had those the fucking boogaloo boys there. Mm. Yeah. Oh fuck. Dude, and just with their fucking rifles, like straight up, just like a gang of them parading around this like the city hall. Uh, uh, and I was like, f- and my my homie, he 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 didn't he, he didn't I I'm not fucking saying anything about him, but he he didn't want to go out with me. You know, he has like a family and a kid and stuff. You know. Yeah. And I just felt like, man, I needed to, I needed to do something because like. I had all this pent up aggression about just like minorities being fucking, you know, uh, slaughtered all the time by police. And like, I just needed to go somewhere, but it wasn't like the best air. Like I just wasn't in my own hometown, you know? Yeah. Right. 
And it's just like when you're somewhere foreign like that, especially Arkansas, it's just like, fuck, what am I going to like? I'm not safe out here. Yeah. You know? And like the whole thing with like the Asian American thing, too, is like you think you're safe out here in the Bay Area and shit just because we have such like diversity. But like there's so many attacks happening right here in right. Oakland and SF and fucking, oh, yeah. like, you know, I'm yeah. just like, fuck, man. They always slip through the fucking cracks, dude. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what, no matter how densely populated or how diverse or whatever. It's what, like people pe- hate people who are ready to commit yes. fucking hate crimes? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they'll always slip through and it, it sucks. It's fucking awful. Something mm-hmm. that I'm seeing a lot of now in, um, in response to the Dante Wright and um, what is Andrew Toledo? I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm bad with names, but just with just like three in a row and like in this past like week and a half mm-hmm. is like not as much. I'm seeing a lot of reshares and posts about the com- the comparison. So it's like I've seen some shit this morning right when I woke up, turn over, look at my phone, open up Twitter. Don't do this. Mm-hmm. This is not the probably the best way to start your day. I have the same thing. Definitely with not. You're either I, seeing I do it asshole so. like quite literally or. <laughs> like you're either like, waking, like literally yeah, seeing someone's like, asshole. You're either waking up to hole or uh, some fucking egregious like just stuff that does not what you want to cloud you, you want it, you want on your mental first thing. Mm-hmm. And this one was it, as dumb as it is. Some naked dude who just killed like two kids and a lady and choked out a pastor like running around naked, and the cops are like. Just trying to like stop him. Yeah, he's like just, so he's like the slippery butter man or slippery grease man from fucking Family Guy. Sure, and they're just yeah. like, oh, go let me, but, let me get you. Know, he actually just murdered three people. Yeah, and you know and, that if that was a person of fucking color. It would have been done so. Like, oh, right? I mean, less than. Man. Yeah, like bro. less than. Yeah. Right. So it's like, or like old man who just is like, fuck it, I'm gonna steal a police car, and they're just like, oh, someone get after him, you know? And it's like, for someone to sit there. And say that that's not that there is no problem, or like, hey man, he should have just da 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 da. I'm like, yeah. I mean, at this it, point, if you're still saying there's no problem, your your brain don't work. Yeah. Like like you're 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 completely ignorant, and at this point, you're fucking helpless. Like I think there's levels to it, man. And it, and it's not and it's this is not devil's advocate, or maybe it is, but. It it surprised me just to, to to almost to go back to like that tough conversation I had with my mom. It it was so it was such a gut check for me to realize that my white mom was white, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that sounds weird, sounds mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, it's like what do you mean? I was like, there was a moment this year or within the past year that I had a realization for the first time. That my mom was white. I've known this my whole life. Mm-hmm. That's half of me, right? I know who she is. I know she. I know where her heart is. I know all this stuff. But when I'm talking to her, and she's like, "I just don't get why you have to loot and vandalize." I just don't understand. I'm like, "What? Why'd they have to? Why'd they have to smash up the UPS truck?" I'm like, "We're talking about property." Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude. Dude had his dude was laying on this guy's neck for nine minutes. Mm-hmm. Just like that's horrible. But why would you go and then do? I'm like, wait, 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 wait. And then it was that moment of realizing, oh shit, you you don't see the world how I see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Like I'm so I, I'm so racially ambiguous as far as like 
a cop would stop me and be like, hmm, uh, okay. He's got almond-shaped eyes, freckles, a red beard, but he's got the black hair. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's, like, they yeah. like, he's got he's got the no-no hair. I don't know. It sounds stupid. No, yeah. it sounds dumb, but it's like to look at me and be like, oh, he's... Uh, like people think I'm Pacific Islander. People think that mm-hmm. I'm uh, uh, Hispanic, Latino. Like that, it, it, there's nothing. When I first met you, I thought you were Pacific Islander. And what's funny is that in about 50, 60, 80 years, most people will look like 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 me, like not mm-hmm. like me, but again, just a like a little like all these little features, facets, of Pr- you know, things. pronounced yeah. j- pronounced brow brow line, but also I have a fucking thick red Ireland on my fucking on my chin. Mm-hmm. You got a big old thick Irish beard, on right? There, yeah. So it's like, and then freckles, and then you know the almond shaved eyes. Like I smile, they're gone, right? When I smile, my eyes disappear. There's they're just not there. Hooded hooded eyelids, mm-hmm. and this is just straight up. This is a roll of the dice with jeans. Mm-hmm. You know, at a certain point. I talked about this with Corey last week, or I think a week and a half ago, where I'm very much of the, the of the mindset of like, we should get away from race because we know, you know, that it is just one human family. And she made the great point of like, well, that's not that that's that that goes into that colorblind realm of like, I don't. I don't see color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just don't see color. <laughs> I love not, that accent. <laughs> you know, it's like it's and it's like that's a problem. You yeah. should be able to see the differences between people and the things that we share. And the you know, fucking you got you got Asian and Italian. Both y'all got noodles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> straight up, straight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, straight thanks, up. Thanks, Marco Polo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and that's real shit. That's the story. Right. Of how we got, you know, all the different things It's like, oh, cultural appropriation. You tell me I can't get a kanji tattoo. I probably fucked up that name, and, but I, I mean, can't get a kanji tattoo. But guess what, motherfucker? You're wearing pants. I mean, I've, I've you didn't invent. I have a full Japanese sleeve, dude. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I'm a, I'm a big, I'm a big fat Italian dude. Yeah. But yeah, it's, <laughs> but, but it's, yeah, it's appreciation. Exactly. But, I've, I've had this like since I was a little kid. I've had a fascination with Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. So when I was old enough to get tattoos, I was like. I'm going to get that artwork on me because I think it's fucking cool and it's rad. And I like know the things that are on my arm. You know what I mean? Like it's not just a bunch of, I was all, that looks cool. That looks cool. I mean, Italians also have had their strife in this country because at one point they were also immigrants. Yeah. You know, and the way that they were, they've been treated also. Like there's so many, man, there's so many things that I would really like to talk about. Like going back to it. You were saying my my stepdad is he's white he's mm-hmm. like a white dude you yeah. know and I've was raised by him my whole entire life and I have a respect for him because he he showed me how to be a man you know yeah but also he does like you said like he does not see the world the same way that I see the world and we've had to have a lot of hard conversations about that you mm-hmm. know and um, also with my mom there's with with Filipino culture we have like this things so ingrained in us is like the darker you are the more poor you you are so you want to stay out of the fucking sun so you you can be light and like that comes from uh people coming into the islands and like spending a lot of money if they were like white so we Mm kind of just like really you know we want to be like we just kind of idolize and romanticize 
size that and then she, she's she's she has that old way of thinking and she works in oakland you know mm -hmm. and it's like she says some shit to me sometimes i'm like hey you can like you really need to fucking slow down you mm -hmm. know and like let's have let's actually talk about the things that you're saying and like if i explain it to her she like she agrees you know mm -hmm. but it's just like the old way of like talk like perspective yeah perspective is, is everything mm -hmm. right let me let me just put you in some this other let me just take where you're looking mm -hmm. and let's just place you over here look at it from a different angle cuz it's like someone's truth is different than our truth and what we see and what we feel and what we experience but it doesn't mean that to them, that is the true north. Like that is that is that is their, like that is is just how it is. And that's where that fucking that's that deep ingrained ignorance, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I yeah, that's. So I I want to bring back some. I, I'm gonna reel it back a little bit. Um, this is I, a classic well-fed pivot. Yeah, oh, okay. we do we do this all the time. Um, well, no, we need the we need the professional opinion, man. What's up? You're a chef. Yeah. What is the best breakfast bread? Fuck. Uh, okay, here we professional go. Professional opinion. So you got me, waffles, you got pancakes, you got French toast. Those are the only three. We're talking about the big three here. And what is what is the best? Like, what is the superior? Bro, okay, it's it's French toast for me, bro. Like, straight up. Hey, hey, like, uh, hey. Like, that's right. I, I that's love right. that shit. The like, professional. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm And a, he was on Team French Toast for, like, a long time, and I then was. all of a sudden he fucking jumped to Team Waffle. I did jump At to least Team Waffle. Do you know pancake? why? Because we went to fucking Public House. Shout out Public oh, House, because that place was fire in Sacktown, dude. Oh, for sure. Oh, um, no, shout out that place we went to in fucking Grass Valley. Whoa! Uh, uh, Pine State? Pine State Cafe, some, Pine some, State Diner. I don't know. Pine State Biscuit. Oh, like, uh, no, 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 that's the biscuit place. Yeah, okay, no, no, there's, okay, there's never mind. A, so I'll I'll have to get the name of it for you because if you're ever up that way, up mm -hmm. north, you have to go to this place. Okay, okay. It's legitimately the best breakfast. The whole nine people at the table were all like, "That was the best fucking food we've ever." Had. <laughs> Let alone we did it, 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 we did wait for that shit for fucking. Is this I, the the uh, trip that you guys just recently went yeah, on? Yeah, it was, okay, for that, that sure. was for, uh, for Sam's birthday. Nice, was, nice, and it was the food was fucking crazy. But no, I'm just glad to settle the debate that professional says that French toast is the best. I, South I fucking Pine. love that shit South so Pine hard. Cafe. South Pine but Cafe. You, I love I love sweet like bread that you can put like toppings on like i'm a big brioche guy i don't know if you guys fuck with like brioche, brioche french bro. toast okay yeah. so this is where this is where i had this is where i had a change of heart we go to this place public house two weeks ago we get brunch we need yeah. brunch brunch. Up. let's get brunch <laughs> i can make up your mind hey, it was our first time sitting back down in a restaurant yeah we ate breakfast that's what's it was, up though yeah it was, it was nice it, we ate breakfast it was one o'clock it's still breakfast i don't give a fuck okay that's just me Breakfast is the first meal of the day, and that's no matter when you eat it. Yeah, exactly. And that's what the fuck it was. Doesn't matter what time it is. Um, so we get, uh, we're sitting there. Uh, we got, I got, I got. Okay, here's my next one. If you saw cinnamon roll French toast on a menu, uh -huh. what do you? Ex what is in your head? Um, cinnamon, cinnamon roll, French toast. Okay, bro, like, mind you, I'm gonna just tell just just for fucking Beatles over here. Yeah, this is the professional. No, yeah, I know. Since I that's what know. you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I know, I know. This is the fucking. I'll let you have here. that. I'll okay, let you have that. let's go. <laughs> let's fucking. Let's, let's fucking go. It's, it's cinnamon roll French toast. Cinnamon roll French toast, nine ninety five. Like you see that on the menu. What do you What are you expecting to come out on your plate, bro? I actually okay. So what What I first thought was like fucking like the cinnamon. 
like the French toast was rolled up in a bundle and then like cut with toppings on. That's what I thought. But then you said cinnamon. You said cinnamon roll French toast, not French toast cinnamon roll. So it's like the uh, other way around, right? Oh what? what? I don't know where the, I don't know where breaking this is going. it down like a fucking professional, Jordan. God. That's why. Fuck. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. No, I'm ready for it. Okay. Well, if you say cinnamon roll French toast, right? Ah, oh, fuck. Now I'm c- fucking confused about cinnamon. It, you would think it's like the cinnamon roll flavor packed into a French toast like bread. Or something like that, right? And that's exactly what we got. It was okay. a slice of brioche. It okay. was a one. It was one one piece of fucking bread. You got two. There was two. Was it there. two on there? Yes, there were two. I don't fuck. Two it. really you... long pieces of bread, okay. and it was brioche. That it was so good. Was f- French toast? It was bad. It was it was it was battered, <laughs> and and it was just a regular ass piece of <laughs> French toast in, yeah. with some fucking. Come on, oh, yeah. it basically looked like come all With over it, yeah. Fucking <laughs> icing on it, and yeah. I was just, I turned to Brad, and I was like, you know what that looks like, and he goes at the table, looks like come. I was just like, <laughs> I was just like I think, damn. I think y'all should it, be looking out for the French toast sin roll. I think that's what you see, want. See, okay, right? here's the thing. I there's this place in San Jose, Flames, Flames. Okay, fire. shout out. Flames. Flames. Mm-hmm. It's like they had two spots. They had one over on Hillsdale. They had one downtown. The one on Hillsdale burnt the fuck down. Oh, okay. That sucks. Irony. Flames? Well, yeah. Burnt uh, down? Yeah. Flames burnt down. <laughs> they sucks. had a cinnamon roll French toast. And guess what the fuck that was? That was a cinnamon roll that they dipped in egg and ci- the, the egg mixture and just French toasted the whole cinnamon roll. Well, that's kind of similar to what that's Black what Bear it, Diner does with their fucking bear paw, the, the bear claw cinnamon, or bear claw French toast. That's fucking crazy. That's what I'm saying. If I, if I ordered a whole that, bear claw and battering it and frying <clears throat> it, dude, come on now. If I if I ordered that, I would. I that means I would have nothing to do the rest of the day, bro. Oh, one hundred percent. it was. You thick. can't do anything. It was rich. Yeah, for sure. That's I why I don't that like. Shit. That's why I don't like brunch because brunch is always like this huge fiasco. You always get tons of food. And like it's all like sweet breads, and I can't do anything. See, there's nothing about brunch that crosses over into lunch. Brunch is fucking eggs Benedict and mimosas. That's That's not true though. Some no, because some brunch menus straight up have lunch stuff on it. We just don't order it because it's our first meal of the fucking day. Sure, like you have a eggs. (laughs) Like if you got a Monte Cristo on there, that's where you're starting to get into the like the little the little crossover. I've I've seen that. It's a fucking. French toasted sandwich, right? <laughs> with, the, with, the, with the cheese and the ham. And the stuff. Those are good. Bro. I love how into it you guys are about that because I've never broken down brunch like that for real. I got brunch the other day and I had an eggs Benny. That, and was, that, that's the best brunch. That is the best brunch item. Like that, in my opinion, hands down. Any type of Benedict. I'm not like, big on Holland, Hollandaise. It's because you're wrong. I'm not. Big. <laughs> Your taste buds don't work. <laughs> I'm not big on Hollandaise for one reason. I, want, I like my food hot. <laughs> I like my food real hot, and the thing about hollandaise, it's it's you can't get it too hot, or else you're it, fucking you're yeah. gonna break your your, your eggs are gonna get scrambled, so, right? I heard a really funny it has story to be made that day. That's the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. see, like the lukewarm sauce on some shit can't do it, my guy. Yeah, I heard a really funny story about hollandaise sauce. I it might have been a TikTok or a YouTube video or something, but this guy was saying like he's he worked at a restaurant and he he tried this soup while he was at work one day and was like, man, this is really good. Oh. And he brought home like 
so much of the soup. He was eating it every day for like a week for every meal. And he got hella sick. Yeah, bro. And then he went to work and was like, hey, what's in that soup? And they were like, what soup? He's like, the the, the yellow tub I've been bringing home. <laughs> and they're like, dude, that's hollandaise sauce. And he's all, I've been eating sp- for seven days. All three of my meals have been hollandaise sauce. Oh. Just hollandaise. Wait, which is, which is what? Eggs and butter? Yeah, bro. It's That's egg insane. Yolk. It's egg yolk and butter, dude. Like for dude, he probably felt so shitty. Oh, dude, that grease. So insane. That greased up the pipes for sure. Oh, oh yeah, he was shit in. He shit in, fought in all day. Like, how could you not know? I, I just, that's, that's, I don't know. That's ridiculous. It might be fake, like, but if it is, it's a really good bit. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny because I lost my shit when I heard it. I was like, no fucking way you've been eating hollandaise sauce because for exactly what it is, it literally is just like eggs and butter, and then like they might season it a little bit, mm-hmm. and that's it. Mm-hmm. You can't feel good eating just eggs and butter. Nah, bro. <laughs> yeah, Especially dude. if you're going to eat it like a soup. Just like <laughs> just, just shoveling bowl. it in your mouth. Like what was it? Uh, sauce. South Pine had, uh, what was it? Jalapeno hollandaise, right? Yeah, I think so. Oof. Oof. What I, so what I got at that place, so the South Pine Cafe is the place in Grass Valley we mentioned. Um, I got these things called pig candy pancakes. Same, my guy. What? Um, what is that? So real they, basic, but it's really basic, but it was amazing. Basically, they took like candied bacon and chopped it up, put it in the pancake, and then serve. And then they like extra griddled that side because, like, when you flip the pancake over, it didn't look the same. So what they did, I can, I, I, I'm yeah. no fucking, I'm home cook, or if if that, they ladled it in there, sprinkled the bacon on, and then as the bubbles start to form, they then flipped, flipped it. Right, yeah. so you can see all the little, little like yeah. fucking, but they glistening it, it right there. Like, it was pancakes with candied bacon inside of it, served with like the most insane brown, brown sugar butter, sugar butter that and you can feel the granules in. Oh my <laughs> god, dude! It was it was you can fucking crazy. It was like I asked for extra butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you it. did. You hella did. That's awesome. And then, uh, but what was fucked up about that place was like all I ordered was. The pancakes and three eggs. That was like all I wanted. And then my wife's food came out and I like tried one of her potatoes and I was all, yo, can I get a plate of those potatoes? Because, and I don't even know why they were so good. They were just red potatoes, but even those were like the best home fries like I've ever had. That's awesome. Mm, okay. Maybe I, it's like twice cooked. Respectfully, twice cooked. I disagree, not disagree, but. To that point, I think the fucking public house potatoes, man. Oh, those were really good too. Those Dude, were they were. Crazy. I'm I'm pretty sure that what we had all gathered is that they were parboiled first, mm-hmm. then breaded and deep fried. So they that's probably it was, that's the way to do dude, it. Dude, it was a potato. Oh, there were crazy. little dice, like not too fine, like a good like half inch, one inch dice of small potatoes. They weren't big old. I don't think they. No, used they were big, pretty good sized pieces. No, I'm saying I don't think they used big old giant. Oh, okay. Like, I see you know, what you're saying. Yeah, they were small potatoes that had a nice like a nice dice on them, but they were fucking crispy like a tater wedge. Wait, they bread? You said they the breaded? Did they look like they breaded it? It looked a like bit, a potato yeah. wedge, and okay. it had that insane crunch that a, a, a like a fresh potato wedge would yeah. have, which I think they just do like a quick little breading on the outside. From what I understand, for wedges, it wasn't just a fried potato, which was what we had at South Pine. Yeah, and those, those were, were like those were like at home. You just do slice, 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 slice in a pan with a little bit I of butter and oil. I like simplicity, like like I really like simple food like that. Seasoned so nice. 
nice though. You, Everything. You can, get, you can get potatoes that way if you like just bake them mm-hmm. whole first and like to the point where it's like some like it um it's not all starchy but it's like just Move re- forward a little bit. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. Yeah. Um it's like really like par baked and then it's still sliceable and then if you throw those bad boys in a deep fryer it's like the moisture comes out and it like it fucking gets super fucking crispy. Dude, it had a crust on the outside but they were almost mashed on the inside. So fucking good. Like I it love almost that. didn't have like it was past the point of tenderness. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I, I like Burger King french fries. Oh my. Hey, I think they're the like one of the more superior fast food French fries because they're they're thick cut, they're nice and pillowy on the inside, and always super crispy on the outside. Dude, call me, crucify me. I think fucking In and Out fries hit. You're they're so bad. I fucking love. I hate them so fucking much. much. I hate them so much. They taste like Lay's potato chips. I I get I get animal fries almost every time I go, and I fucking go, why did I do that? Because (laughs) because I'm gonna eat just the cheese off the top and throw the rest away because they taste like fucking dog shit. You know what I do? They're so gross, dude. I get. I like the way they feel in my mouth, dude. I guess I I I don't like some people like that shit. I don't know, dude. I know I. That's fair. I'm actually. So this is something I get hate for all the time. I don't like in and out Burger that much. Mm. Like, I think it's... You're entitled to your opinion. No, that's fair. You know what? And I know I am. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, You're no. not entitled to your opinion. It's the best burger place. It's I not. love a good it's smash not, it's burger. Not, it's not. So, like, I, I do like a good smash burger, too. But it's just... My, my thing for in and out is, yes, it is good. Like, the burger is good. It's just a burger at mm-hmm. the end of the day, which so it's nothing crazy to me. I've had fucking burgers my whole life. And it's the, what bothers me is the weight. Mm. Like the, the hype around In-N-Out is so insane that every time we want to go, I have to fucking sit in line for 45 minutes, especially now with COVID. Mm-hmm. You're sitting in a drive through line for 45 minutes sometimes for a fucking cheeseburger. Those, those fucking lines are insane, dude. Those today I got time, cuz. Yeah. And like it happened today. Like I wanted to get Chick-fil-A for lunch today. Same thing. Pull. I was like driving. I went to turn. I was like. I'm going to get Chick-fil-A for lunch. And I, the line was like wrapped to the fucking freeway. Dude. It's like, dude, it's a chicken sandwich, you fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's insane. Yeah. Dude, I was, oh my God. Today, man, if we want to get into today, today sucked ass for Oh, me. yeah. Tell me about the keys and everything. <laughs> I got a whole thing. So no, I'll break the whole fucking day down. So starting last fucking night, um, I, I, took, I took a security job um, at an Irish pub. So I had my first shift there last night. I was under the impression that we were going to be doing last call at like 10.30, closing at 11. That didn't fucking happen. I was at the bar until 12.30. Um, so that was already – like it was an easy shift. I made made good money, whatever, whatever. I'm tired as fuck though. I got home, couldn't really sleep. I, I have been having hella trouble staying asleep the past couple of weeks. Have you done security before? Is this a quick no, side? no, like not like hired like mm. by anybody i've like been at a show and had like to, yo watch the door yeah things yeah. like that but no i've never like done security before but i know i can handle myself so yeah damn, damn. when when my when my coworker was like yo you want to make some extra money i was like fuck yeah it's one night a week and make like at least a hundred bucks yeah, yeah. you gotta be careful of those mania ass people though right now cause it's in yeah yeah well that's the thing so where the bar's at it's in san mateo um, okay it's in san mateo county downtown san mateo um it's basically I only I'm only gonna be there on Thursdays. Cool, hella low key. The only people that really come in there is these same old, it's these five Irish d- old dudes. Sick, like they come there every day. Oh yeah, 
Um, but that was why we were there so late was this one dude, he was there and I was like, man, like, is he ever going to, I was like, what the fuck dude? And then Blake, the bartender, he was like, oh yeah, dude, that guy pays my rent. Like, like essentially, like as long yeah. as he's here, I got to keep serving him. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, I get it, man. Like, you know, we all got to make our hustle. That's is last it. call still two o'clock? Like, is it still it, two so, or yes. is it different because of it, no, panini no, time? No, it's, uh, it's two o'clock if people are there like like there's no reason that bars lose money when they're open if there's nothing happening yeah like if mm. there's no people coming in lights yeah. that was what he told me he was like if there's nobody coming around 10 30 last calls happen at 10 45 or closing up at 11 but at 11 there were still hella people in the bar so we're chilling i got home couldn't fucking sleep woke up at like fucking five o'clock to get ready for work and then i get to work and i'm fucking exhausted working throughout the day um, work was hella like weird cause we're super caught up on everything, which I haven't, we haven't been in a long time. And so I actually thought something was like wrong. Like I was like, is the system down or something? Like I'm getting five packet orders instead of like 65, pa you know, mm. 65 pages instead of, five, you know, it was, I was like, this is weird. Um, but he so was, it was like, a little no. slow. It was a slower day. Yeah. He was just like, no, we're in a really good place right now. But he's like, but it makes me nervous. And I, was uh -huh. like, I, I was like, I don't like that. You know, yeah. It freaks me out. So I was walking around anxious all day, expecting some fucking crazy shit to happen. Um, and then some crazy shit did happen. So <laughs> I, uh, lunch hit and I was like, I'm going to go sleep in my car. And I went out to go sleep in the car and I fucking, I'm laying there and I was like, I'm actually hungry. So I went to Burger King to get my lunch and then I drove back, I ate it and I was like, I'm going to try and lay down and sleep. And I was just so like tired that like, you ever been so tired that like, it just, you can't sleep. Yeah. Like it like almost hurts to lay down in a way. Like I was like, can't get comfy. I guess yeah, I was laying in my car, Yeah, like in the heat. And I'm just like fucking laying there. I'm like audibly groaning in my car. <laughs> and, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, I, I like wake up and I'm like, okay, I need to go get some caffeine. And I drive and this is where the crazy shit happens. So I drive like the mile from my job to the shell station down the street and I walk inside and I pull, I pull into the parking lot. I think I turned my car. I, I know I turned my car off and I'm pretty sure I pulled my keys out of the ignition. Sometimes I've been known to forget to do that, but I'm 99% sure I pulled them out and I walk into the fucking uh, store and I get my 20 ounce, my giant 20 ounce Red Bull that I was going to shotgun outside. Oof. Like, and, uh, I walk back to my car and I sit down in it. I'm like, where are my fucking keys, dude? No fucking way. Dude, they're gone. I walked in a 15, 15 feet total. Like I parked, walked into a store that's like five by 10. And like, dude, the, the, the guy that works at the store was so, he, he pulled every Red Bull out of the fridge. To try and like that look for my keys. Is, that man's a saint. Like he is. He could have just been like, or he's Sorry, in bud. on it, or he's boom, in boom. on it. Oh, but yeah, that, no, crazy. Yeah. But my car would have been gone because yeah. I. So I had to like. So I'm sitting there, and this is at my fucking lunch, and I had like 15 minutes to get back to work. I call my boss. I'm like, dude, I don't know what the fuck to do. I know this sounds fucking stupid, uh -huh. but I drove to the gas station down the street and I lost my keys. Like I can't get back. Like I have to walk back to work, so I'm gonna be late from lunch. And I was like, and my only way to get home now to get my spare key is Corey. Mm -hmm. And she got off at 2.30 today. So I was like, I, I was like, I know I've like, I missed hella work this week. So I was like, 
I know, like, I already missed a couple days. Like, I just don't want to get in trouble, but I have to go home. Like, right. I need to go get my car because, like, I was not trusting that place to not tow my fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. Or my shit just to get broken into. Or if some fucking crazy fuck did steal my keys and is just, just waiting. Posting. Yeah, that's yeah. what I would, like, my anxiety oh, was shit. all over the place for And you, you weren't, pack, like, parked at, like, the, like, one of the stations, right? The gas? No, no, no. I, no, I was parked in, a, like, an actual parking spot. Okay. Dude, yeah, I saw Sam's tweet. And I thought I thought you were straight at your car at a pump. Oh, at a pump dude. No, that would have been that would have been so shitty because the guy, the guys wouldn't have been cool about it. They would have been like, "Sorry, we got you. You need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah, like either push your car, smash your window, push it in neutral, move it. Well, or... I wouldn't, well, my car was open. There was no like oh. smashing. My like my car was open. I I was walking. Why like in my head, I I don't always lock my car when I'm walking five feet. Like mm-hmm. I have my had all my important shit on me. My because you see it. Like I can see it. I'm not gonna fucking lock my car when I'm walking into the store with the window that I can see my car from. Sure. Yeah. Um. So I walk back out and yeah, dude. Corey came and picked me up. Oh shit, the dog's oh, in what's here. What's up, baby? Um. But oh shit, <laughs> get out, Rock. Go. Rock's Everybody. going Hamilton. Rock is going crazy. Um. <laughs> but up, basically, um. Corey came and picked me up. She went and tried to look for, uh, tried to look in my car for the keys. She couldn't find them either. She, it, it's, it's a complete, I'm at a complete loss as to like what happened because at the same time, two weeks ago, and in, in the same spot, I mean, two weeks ago, a, uh, I lost my ID in the, in the same way. It literally like just disappeared. I got pulled over and my ID is just gone. Damn. Yeah. Harley, come on. Hi, baby. No, but you thought the fucking cop stole your ID, right? I did. I, I 100%. Not that he stole, stole it, it, but forgot to give it back. Oh, I forgot. I forgot to give it back to oh, That's shit. what I was worried about. You, uh, there have been some instances where, like, exactly that happened. Like, not in a in a place where it's so detrimental, though. Like, I'm, like, fucked, you know? But, like, I, I do recall, like, I don't know, lo- losing my ID for one thing. I was chilling outside of like in the drive the driveway in my this old honda that i used to have and i was taking a nap outside of my house and i think i was like playing with my debit i was it was my debit card i was playing with my debit card hey boss (laughs) (laughs) come on pupper that was that was the dog everybody (laughs) brad has left the building he's like goddamn dogs But yeah, no, it was like my, it was my debit card and I did the same thing. And I was like, oh, I lost my debit card inside my car. And I took the whole car apart looking for it. And then I was, I wasn't even walking to and from anywhere. I was just like in my car, like laying down. And like all of a sudden my fucking debit, debit card is like, uh, dude, that shit's so weird. I've been at work and like literally put down a clipboard and be like, dude, where the fuck is it like mm-hmm. can't, sorry about that guys nah, no worries man. can't find it anywhere and then it almost just materialized out of nowhere and it's sitting it, it would be like i was looking for this phone and i look up and down everywhere and then i turn and look and it's just sitting right here that mm-hmm. shit's weird you know it's going to be even more fucked up when my like, keys show up on some twilight zone on no some, how about when my fucking dude my car has swallowed so it swallowed a weed pen Full full weed pen, full cart. Just just gone. I. It's gone. It fell between the crack of my seat, and that things that falls things fall down there all the time, and I can always find them. Mm-hmm. That thing's gone, dude. Mm-hmm. Long gone. No yeah. idea. ID long gone. No fucking idea. Because I literally like we cleaned my whole car the day I lost my ID. We came home and I was like, we're cleaning everything. 
Mm-hmm. Dude, what if I went in there right now and found your keys and ID and just a weed pen? I would think that you're you're the fucker running the simulation. <laughs> that's what I would think. Damn. I, I, th- that so that that's the other thing I wanted to say is like back to this is going all the way back to episode one. Mm-hmm. I am now <clears throat> fully convinced that we live in a simulation because someone's just playing with me, dude. Someone is literally just fucking with me because it makes no sense how my shit just falls into the fucking void. <laughs> like, like I, uh, and it's things all the time, dude. I've had, I've had like, I've had weed disappear into the void. I've had my ID, my phone. I've had wallets just like, and this has been happening my whole ass life. Have you guys ever seen the movie Halloween Town? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Okay. So in the Halloween Town, like, if you lose something, it all, all of it ends up in this dude's house. Like, if you fucking misplay something, it just gets sucked into this guy's house. <laughs> oh, this, so this this motherfucker's got all my stuff. Yeah, this this dude is just with just hoarding everybody's shit. That's crazy. Yeah. No, yeah, I I've yeah, but I've lost so much stuff yeah. and I and it's so crazy to me that like I've never found so much of it. Like it's it literally is just gone from you, existence. <laughs> you know what I like to do when when things like that happen? To me, I like to put myself as like in the perspective of the object and just like watch me walking away and just like, yo, fucking like, yeah. Right, yeah. Oh, dude, I've had I, I on another trippy thought. I think I told Brad before it would be sick to have a superpower sick, but not at the <laughs> same time where I think I saw this on the NBC's heroes that really like bad, but kind of really good, like superhero show. Yeah, I, it was love, but I don't think it was very good. Save the cheerleader, save the world. Um, it what was, was it, the power. It got it, the power was there was one guy on there that when he touches an object, he can see everywhere that thing has been. Oh, that's fucking crazy! That so is crazy, and because I have a real like, uh, I I like I like old things and like pass down things, but it gives me anxiety. Like walking into a thrift store, like when we went to Niles that one day. Yeah. Walking into a thrift or an oddity shop type thing like that, I'm always like, there's so many memories here. Uh, that it's like, I don't I, think I, about that. I sort of like, oh em- I, I get kind of it, weird, like empathic. And I'm just yeah. like, that little He-Man used to be someone's favorite thing, almost on some Toy Story. Andy. Like, why is it sitting here now? Dude, so, that was someone's, someone yeah. was so stoked to get that. Or yeah. even like more simple and kind of more like, I guess elegant is like you're driving down the road, you know, and some, some we we live in like a farm belt, you know, mm-hmm. so like you're driving to like Salinas or something or you're driving up 101 and you see that rusted tractor, like that little, just little kind of backhoe or whatever it is. And at one point in time, that thing was fresh off the lot, fresh paint, you know, like air tires full, like every, it was just prime time. And someone was like, dude, I got a new fucking tractor today and now it's a fucking and now the world is taking it back like life is taking it back you know it was made from the earth and all of its elements and things like that but it's rusted and it's eaten away at and dude what if toy story like was real oh god like what if what what, (laughs) like what if that like what if that was going down as a kid? No, like now. Like what if that just is a thing? Like what just if like kids or like toys walking down the street just like, oh shit, you look at them and falls yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. No, like what if, what if when you leave the room 
the toys actually do. Just oh. Well, I feel yes. really bad for fucking all whatever is in my room having to watch the things that I have to do in closed quarters. Hey, oh, <laughs> that's why I got <laughs> this guy. Fucking, oh, uh, man. Oh, yeah. He's got me on his fucking water bottle, dude. That's yeah. great. Yeah, that's Trevor, so sick. Trevor has said before, he's like, yo, dude, have you ever, you know, been, you know, been smashing and, and have and I was like, looking I, I down on said, you? Hey, I'll just say it this way. Bead is with me. Browd. This is Browd, actually. <laughs> yeah, um, that, that, that is for sure. This is Browd. Uh, Browd is with me I'm everywhere. Oh, Goddamn, dude. I'm a man of many names. Everywhere I go. Browd, Bread Bowl, 37. Um, fucking Beatles. Be- have you ever heard this story in my name? No. I'm trying to... Make some. I'm Beat? trying to figure it out. Okay, Beat. so yeah, so Beat. so my name, my 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 name's Brad, but my birth name is a typo. It was actually so so it's on a typo. So on my birth certificate, on my ID, on everything official, they just my kept name going is, with it. No, my name is Beadley. Oh, whoa! What? So R and E are right next to each other on a keyboard. Uh huh. Someone fat fingered when they were typing out my birth certificate, and my mom signed off on it. Whoa! And I didn't know till I was eighteen. So how do your parents call you beat? No, 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 because my mom swears up and down that she didn't know. And I'm like, you're fucking lying. Like, there's no way because I I have my preschool stuff and there's three different names on that shit. Dude, yeah. that's like my name the, being Droden. You just kind of confirm J-R-O-D-A-N. What's up? You kind of just confirmed somebody's like fucking with you. Oh, like you're dude, taking that, your dude, shit. Exactly. You are in the simulation. From birth, I was <laughs> born a, a typo. I was I I like Negative. literally someone fucked up the code and they fucked my name up. Like Dead. And that's what I mean. Like I since birth, someone has been like Someone's playing on their fucking computer, playing The Sims, and they're like, I'm going to make this little fat kid. I'm going to make this fat kid, and I'm going to make his life really, really hard. Okay. Like, oh, I'm going to make his life really, really hard. You just got a typo. You you have a you, – you. I, I didn't – no. If we – I don't have time to sit here and break down everything <laughs> Yo, that's happened. Just one thing that I know, though. Remember that one day uh, at the place that we worked together that yes. you went to go do deliveries? Oh my god! You went one day. Yeah. So we worked at a, we worked at a weed place. I still work at a weed place. What's funny is that Brad and I are on both ends of the uh, fucking to support people's drug habits. Yeah, I uh, sell booze now, and he's I sells push, weed. I push weed. <laughs> I push weight. Um. So like, <laughs> Brad was delivering one day, so he was going making drops at different dispensaries and stuff like that. Dude, I had so it was it was the and most anxiety I've ever had. I think, they have to verify. Life. Right. Uh, there's a there's a state. There's a governing body. Every time I get into weed, I always get in it for days. But I'm literally only going to take two minutes to explain this. But there's a governing body where everything has to go through. Everything has to be signed off on. It's a track and trace system. You have to track it from seed to sale down to the person who delivered the seed to the guy to grow the plant. Once he chopped the plant, who is the guy that chopped the plant and how much was it? Well, who's the guy that then dried the plant, put it in a in a bag to da 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 da? And then who's the guy who's then gonna take those bags and put it in a box to be able to give it to this dispensary? All these different things. So now Brad is on the very last leg of its journey. <laughs> To it's, get, so, it's so fucked. To it, get from a vertically integrated place where we grow it, we trim it, we sell it, or we grow it, we trim it, we package it, we sell it, we distribute it, we do the whole thing. And right? it was a huge, it was like, I had a full truck. Right. I had a full van. And like, so Brad, one day, we worked we worked in fulfillment, so we processed orders out. But one day, they were short on hand, so Brad was doing driving. 
So he was going to run some deliveries that day. Everyone's insured with the vans. They put his name on the manifest for the delivery. They put Bradley Hamilton. And to, let's let's also be clear here. I told the fucking manager. I told I. I'm not going to say his fucking name, mm-hmm. but I told the logistics manager this gonna be a problem. Although, that's not my name, dude. Yeah, like, like legally, that's not my name, and you can't put that on there. Yeah, he was like, no, dude, it should be fine. And I was all, it's not going to be though. Like I'm telling you, this has been a problem my whole like since I found out ten years. This has been an issue for me. So Brad shows up at a dispensary to drop off their 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 order, and they have to verify. That he is the person because it's like you can go in and say, hey, I'm Jordan with, you know, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, all right, cool. And then you're like, all right, money in the bag now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Type of thing. Like that's it's real locked down. This is to protect against things like that. You have to like pull into like a you pull into like a cage and like yeah, it's a it's a whole thing. So Lots I, like, of compliance. Well the weed industry is like one of the fastest growing industries, the most very, lucrative. It's wild. very controlled though. Yeah. So like to Super hear controlled. to hear Brad talk about his day when we really do the same thing. Brad's pulling orders for people who are ordering boxes and boxes of wine and spirits and all these yeah. crazy things. Okay. It's great. It's it's so sick that we both work in a supply chain environment, but it's trippy to think that we're both at, at a at a very just baseline level. We're talking about substances, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, controlled, not so heavy, extremely heavy on my side. Yeah, booze is like bare, like the only thing that's controlled with booze is like I can't ship it to certain states. Sure, certain states that do not allow booze to be shipped. Um, some states only allow a certain amount of bottles to be shipped in one order. Um, and then we have weather to, that we have to worry about because like we sell, like I have a $30,000 bottle of whiskey in my warehouse. Yeah. 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 I have multiple, multiple, multiple $10,000 bottles of wine in there. Like, okay. Like it's crazy. The oldest bottle I've seen, I've mentioned it on here before 18, like 1880 something. Jesus Christ. Fucking nuts. Dude. It's, it's balsamic vinegar in there. It's, yeah. Not yeah. it's a collection. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. But, but it's wild. Who's drinking that? That's insane. No, one, no it's I good. found out about a wine, though, that um, there is a wine made from a certain type of grape that they rot in a certain way, like, that is drinkable for like 300 years. Wow. That's fucking. Yeah. It's, so there's a bottle, I guess, that, like, they call it the Thomas Jefferson bottle. And it's because I guess originally it was owned by fucking Thomas Jefferson. Get the fuck. That's crazy. And it's drinkable, dude. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's fucking wild. I heard about that on some fucking podcast. I don't remember which one. But yeah, but yeah that, that shit was fucking wild. Working in alcohol has been crazy. Like seeing the, seeing the fucking ins and outs and all the fucking like learning all the crazy shit I've learned about it. Like I didn't know like anything about like regions and like how they're uh, wine is crazy. Mm-hmm. Wine mm-hmm. is a wild, like super crazy world. Dude. At the time that this will, this is going to, that it's almost four twenty, mm-hmm. which in my, on my side of the fence is like, what's tight about Brad's is it's almost every month. There's going to be one every month. It's going to finish that fucking delivery story though. We like, sure, sure, yeah, sure, no, sure. No, sure, I, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to lose no, that. No, hundred percent. Long story short. Fucking, I don't know why I'm, I'm explaining this, yeah. even though you're going to, you could fill in all the gaps. Brad goes to deliver and they need to verify who it is. Uh, there's another classic well-fed pivot right there. Uh, <laughs> so like they need to verify who it is there. He's all sure. ID Beadley Hamilton. They go, uh, yeah. Um, hold on. Let me, Hey Jim, you know, like 
Get, yeah, like calls the, the manager over, and the manager's like, mm, looks at Brad, mm, looks at the manifest, mm, looks at the ID. Mm, it's like, and it's clearly know? me. Yeah. It's not like it's like the picture's me, mm-hmm. but legally, they don't match. Yeah, the guy on the manifest is not the guy that they have the ID from. Mm-hmm. And it, it, so, but it is the man standing in front of them. Yeah, did you get a rejection? Every fucking order that day. No, Are you what? Kidding me? I don't remember. I just yeah, remember it was no. a problem, but. Every single, so I had a full, that's why I was so anxious, dude. When I got back, I told Garrett, I was like, I'm not doing that ever again for you. I hope you know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll we'll have to bleep that one. Ah, fuck it. Yeah, that's fine. Um, But no, yeah, I literally told him, I was like, I, that made me so, because I had the full van still, Mm -hmm. but I was also doing cash pickups, dude. Mm -mm. I had so much cash on me. Yeah. It was so like, I was like, and then I had like, they were like, yeah, and you can take your lunch in the middle of the day. I was like, nope, I can't. No, I'm not going to stop I'm anywhere. Not, I am. No, I'll stop, but I ain't leaving this fucking car. Yeah, dude. you got to watch out for that shit. Yeah, yeah there's, the, no, I, there's been so many things over here. Over no, I was, been, dude, I was so, and I pulled I didn't even up, think about the I got danger. Home, I, I got back to the warehouse late because of traffic. Mm-hmm. Show up, Garrett, you know, I'll, I'll do another one, but he's waiting there for me. And I hand him the keys and I was like, yeah, dude, I'm cool. Because I was like, before I left, I was like, if this goes, this. Yeah. if this goes well, dude, like I don't mind doing this for you when you need me. Like I was like, this, I want this to still be my main gig. But if you guys need help, sometimes I was a driver for a long time. Like I can do that for you. I literally got back and was like, that's I'm taking that back. Yeah, not doing that for you. Sorry, that's man. Insane. Because yeah. it, it just it was like, no, dude. That that's the most. First of all, you didn't listen to me. I told you, you're you're this like fucking know it all logistics guy. You're supposed to know that this isn't gonna work. Like, and especially when the guy telling you it's not like, I'm telling you this isn't going to work. Right. Mm-hmm. And I you've and run into these same clerical error issues before my, for ten years. Yeah. And it's like, holy shit, man. Yeah. Like, it, it's so it's so frustrating. Like that. But yeah, every order got rejected. Had to drive back with everything. Like, and I was like, yeah. Did anyone take anything? Um, actually, no, if I remember correctly, I think one of the places did take some Cause you were stuff. doing the Bay area circuit, right? Yeah. One of the places actually, you know what? No, no, they didn't because that's why I was so pissed was because a lot of these places I had to unload and walk it up and then load it all back. Yep. Yeah. That was the, that was what sucked. I would get out of the, I would park, get out of the van, grab the dolly, put all their stuff on it. Because, like, they're not going to come down and confirm everything in the van. No. No, they want me to bring all their stuff to them. Yeah. Then they're going to confirm what I have. Mm-hmm. They don't ever leave the building. Mm-hmm. Like, because that shit, like, realistically can't even really be out in the open like that. Like, it's yeah. not allowed to, yeah. It, you have to have the van be, trapped it, inside of a truck trap and a man trap. One for the driver's safety and two for the safety of the of the receiver. Because, again, you could be a van that pulls up. Full of dudes. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Straight up. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And then, yeah, working in what I work in now, it's literally just the, it's just super high end stuff. Like, Dude. so I'm more anxious about like, like, I'm so scared about the day that like, I've, I ask my coworkers all the time. I was like, who has anybody dropped one of the bottles? One of the, you know, the unicorns. One of the, one of the big ones, you know, has anybody dropped one of the $10,000 bottles or anything? And everybody says no. Like, like there, ha- that hasn't happened. Um, I mean, I'm sure it has, but yeah. nobody has like been like, oh yeah, I remember this time. But the thing is, is like, what's cool too, is like, I almost, I almost dropped a full case yesterday, of, <clears throat> like of all assorted wines. So that could have been like a fucking $5,000 box. Yeah. Fuck knows. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've and held- I picked it up 
and it slipped like pinch grip and mm-hmm. it slipped and I managed to catch it and push it back up and nothing fell. And my coworker was watching me and I was all cat like reflexes, dude. And he's like, yeah, but it, good thing is, is even if you dropped it, you wouldn't get in trouble. Because it's, it's the nature of the bi- it happens, business, yeah. We're yeah. working a fucking warehouse, man. Mm-hmm. It's gonna happen, like, yeah. like, and a human error. Meanwhile, yeah, what the fuck? I've held a fucking, I've held a mason jar. I've held, I've cradled. Oh, those things! I've cradled two mason so jars, like big old ones, like you see, like the the weed guys have. Two mason jars. Mason jars this big? Yeah. You, oh no, big. Uh, they're big jars. Guys. They're just giant glass jars. Oh yeah. fuck! But uh, full. Three kilos of oil in each one. Oil of of like uh, this oh, of like okay. this split uh, okay. like of fucking like weed, yeah. weed ready, pen. I got you. Yeah, I got ready you. to ready to drop right into literally. A I got you. I got three thousand of those vape pens. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, in each that, arm that so he had six thousand. That fucking. vape cart that Brad has right there retails at forty or fifty bucks. Damn, three times three thousand. Two of those in each arm. I swear to God, if in one arm. There was. I'm not. I'm never mind. I was gonna say, if in one arm I had a vat of that oil, and the other arm I had like a fucking puppy, <laughs> and you and fall, one one of them is going. The puppy is gonna have to try and fend. For you himself. gotta. You better be spry, little, little pup. Because I gotta. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. that is. That's that's the who. Oh yeah, no, dude. When I had to like. Just like, yeah, I, I cradled those one time too. I had to walk them. And, and that was the thing too. It was like, they were like, yeah, here, take these and walk these over to this place. And I was all, can you give me a push cart? A box. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like can, can you give me like one of the black push carts with mm-hmm. the, that has like a bucket? Mm-hmm. So, so if it falls, it just tips and mm-hmm. it lands in the plastic and yep. nothing breaks. And right. They're like, no, carry it. Full concrete floors. Yeah, yeah. The whole floor, everything is like, and like, like really hard concrete. Oh, dude. Like, like uh, concrete yeah. that's been there for a really long time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't no know. No epoxy. There's no layer of anything. It, it is going straight to stone. <laughs> yeah, and it, if the, that jar falls, could you imagine trying to clean that sticky fucking mess? I would hand up. in my badge and say, <laughs> thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> But I'm, I, that, you know, oh, no, what I would do and hope that they don't try and be like, hey, so you, I oh. dip my pinky, I would dip my pinky in the oil, Hold take on. whatever can go on the pinky. And, uh, I would I'm then, I know oh, you're good. I would take whatever I could get on my pinky mm-hmm. and promptly hand in my badge. I'm just going to take this. Thank you for the opportunity. Goodbye. Yeah, that's it. And I'm going to go sit in my car and, and suck on my finger. Dude. This week, these past two weeks have been sorry guys. Have been no, you're good. so fucking gnarly, dude. So gnarly. The craziest. The crazy. This is my fourth 420 in the industry. Wild. Yeah, I haven't. That, that's I've, super crazy. Yeah, 2018 in packaging. So I saw the big push for that stuff. Uh, 2019 in fulfillment. Yeah. Uh, so I, I that was you know we saw whatever whatever we we was shared, I there then yeah. April, April, yes, April yes. 19. Yeah, yeah. You were, I, we, yeah. We, went, we went through that together. We did those. Yeah. We did I those remember. 12ers. Yeah. You know? Oh, God. Yeah, but Some of them I'm, were fucking longer, I'm man. telling you now, man, the 12ers now, it's the same. Sh- I'm, I'm, I'm fucking seasoned to it now. At this point, with the group of people that are there. Yeah, yeah. Some people there are just like, dude, what? You know? I mean, you, you want to get paid? 
go for the long haul. I understand if you got to go, you got kids, you got to be all the stuff. Trust me, I've been there. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, dude, I'm not, I'm not telling you to stay, you know, but just know that we're being cool about it because we have deadlines. We've, we've promised that every order placed by Thursday at noon will be fulfilled and, and delivered throughout the entire state by 420. So, I mean, yeah, that's a that's a that's a I mean, that's a fucking tall order, dude. Hundred k on Monday. Orphan. Hundred k on Monday. We sent out hundred and thirty on Tuesday. I sent out a fifty k order for one guy today, dude. One that's guy, fifty thousand dollars, dude. Hundred k Monday, hundred and thirty Tuesday, hundred and eighty Wednesday, two hundred and eighteen yesterday. Today, three hundred and thirty four dollars. Jesus, that was all you guys made today. We did it all, dude. Oh, there's nothing. Like yesterday, I sat there, like, I sat there, like, I leaned back in my chair, like, we had just fucking, like, it sounds dumb, but like on some fucking marathon type, like, D Day. Oh, I know exactly what that Like, where it was like, like, dude, when I sat there and ran all the numbers, and I did, and I looked at all the open orders, I was like, everything that's left is due like Thursday next week. We've fully caught up with our backlog. We've fully caught up with all the things. We've re- we've replenished all the different, like eight different retail locations, like 300 different wholesale customers, all this stuff. Dude, the wildest shit. 600 and, 630K or something in four days. The first quarter was like three mil. So we had done like, uh, you know, we chunked out a bit of what we did in the first three months in the first two weeks of the of the second quarter. So like... I don't know. I'm just I I'm. Well, I, I remember. Had to keep I remember it cons- when keep like, it con- calm and well, at least well at least you had the like we're done. I remember the marathon that never ended. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Dude, I they remember said- when me and when me and fucking Nate went in, and it was just like it was like okay, you two are gonna come in on Saturday. You two are gonna come in so on dumb. Sunday, and y'all are both gonna work f- the t- the two man groups. Are gonna work fourteen hours, yeah, and crush as many orders because it was like it was like a never ending supply. I got there, paired up with Brian. That's yeah. there, there was like this flow that it was never gonna end. That's like, like, like a Black Friday of for, or is that just like well, though this was when it happened to me. It was just it, it was I don't even remember what was going on at this point. I've like honestly I've blacked out a lot of that shit because mm-hmm. that job like that Highest. job's the reason I wear glasses. That job, like um, that job, fried my brain. Like yeah. I, Brian was talking about it last week. It is the highest. It's probably the high, one of the higher stress environments because of like you had said. It's such a new budding thing. Mm-hmm. Like no pun intended. Uh, it's such a fucking. It's a, such a new industry that what? we're we're writing the we're not writing the rules, but we're writing the playbook. But we're the, we're the playing thing, by the rules. But the, like, but what, what the thing the thing that really like sucked <clears throat> is the the type of work we were doing. It we were, in my opinion, and from what I found from research, my own research, we were pretty severely underpaid yeah. for what we were doing. Um, we especially, in my and also in my opinion, especially for the company that we worked for, no bullshit. Jordan can attest to this. There were six of us that knew how to do our fucking job. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like literally there were six of us. Like if, if you were to, if we were to all, we said it all the time. If we were to all just to get up and go, it would just shut down, reach to a halt. It would literally for, for like a week and a half, dude, they wouldn't get anything done because yeah. they would be scrambling to even figure out because they never took the time to figure out the software because they had us to do it. Yeah. 
And it was, but but because it was just us six, anytime anything went wrong, it was just like, it, it was it was the most high, the most high stress job I've yeah. ever had, and I was only making eighteen dollars an hour. I. I I want to I want to leave on this cuz I I got to wrap it up no, in just yeah. a second yeah. Yeah, you're good man. But um this has been a long one anyway yeah. We can, yeah. We can wrap this up. Well, um I want to I have a buddy that was he was like showing um this company how to like farm their bud. It was like a it was an outdoor grow or something like that. It mm -hmm. was somewhere in Fresno or something like that, but okay. he was doing like acres and acres of it, right? And um he was teaching migrant workers how to like actually do like that the agriculture. I'm not really sure if mm -hmm. that's the proper term, but like yeah, the agriculture mm -hmm. of cultivation, cult the cultivation of the buds, right of the of, of the plants. And um, over there, I don't know what what it's like a weird. They were getting paid minimum wage, right? And like over there, I think it's like seven bucks or something like that. Jesus. Yeah, that's what he was telling me. Insane. Yeah, that's what federal is. Federal minimum wage is like seven twenty-five. Yeah, it's fucking so so insane. But he was he was telling me he was working with these migrant workers that like you know they don't have um they uh, they're they're obviously like not like they're not um they're like immigrants you know like yeah. they don't have any papers or stuff and uh, he was. He had to learn. He he lived up in the SJ. He lived in SJ and then went to Fresno like every other weekend to try to teach them how to do how to do the jobs. But then like a couple of people like he's a great guy and a couple of people were started coming up to him and trying to tell him like, hey, like, you know, like when are we going to get paid? And he was like, what do you mean? You haven't been like you haven't been paid. Like, are you not get like he's they're like, we haven't been paid the whole time that we've started working for this company. Right. Jesus so, so insane. So he went to like he was like somebody that they hired to like the company hired like a third party to help with a consultant. Yeah, yeah, consultant. Yeah, to help with with the grow. And when he brought up what they were telling him, you know, the the company was all like, you know, that's none of your business. We're gonna take care of that. You know, like that's something that w that goes through us. Don't worry about it. Like. It's none of your business. And he was working in the cannabis industry for a long time. He worked in, uh, he worked for Elemental and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Like, just like the the spots over here in San Jose and shit. But um, he was really into like the agriculture part. Um, and he said that it was like so stressful and so disheartening. And like the way that they treated their workers and the way that they were treating him, that like he had to leave the, the the company he had to leave that that job and like i can't even imagine like like not getting paid even the seven dollars you know and it's like dirty, for, dude. for that's, months that's that's the thing people think that they can get away with shit because it's you know it's new and there's not really a regulation behind it it's like imagine getting health insurance for something that's federally illegal yeah that's fucking right like yeah. Matt, you're like it, it's a that weird was, yeah that was a weird that, i mean it's weird gray area type thing mm -hmm. where yeah. even you know when vaccination started coming up it was like oh you can get vaccinated through being a m medical marijuana and i'm like mm, yeah we 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 pushed we push dope. Yeah. Like it's not <laughs> like it's, it's called recreational for yeah. a reason. It's not two fifteen anymore. It's, it's like all this yeah. other stuff. So it's like, exactly. yeah, yeah. It, it, that, that sucks, dude. Yeah. I mean, like I, the weed industry definitely could be, I don't know, put to good, uh, put to good use for like the, the, whatever it is, the greater good, but just like anything that, 
um, is starting to grow in the industry, like I just, I just see it becoming like something for, for profit. Like that's, I couldn't a, a year, like when I was in high school, you know, people, it was such a taboo thing mm-hmm. for everybody. But now it's just like the one of the highest growing industries out there. Yeah, and when not to get all like Johnny Cochran on it, but when you corporatize, the culture dies. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what that's that's sort oh, yeah. of that's the perfect example of where you work, where we're where we're going. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got these big wins. not to dishearten whatever. No, you're no, hundred percent. You know I'm, I'm getting paid. Yeah, you know, so it's like yeah. I'm. I it's high stress, but I'm extremely effective at what I do. I kind of that's the stuff. Not necessarily that I block out, but I don't even smoke weed, you know, or anything like that. It's to me, I'm just, it's a, it's a job. It's a job. Yeah. 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 You know, and I don't, it, it, it sucks. I know some people who have gotten fucked over. Like, I, I, that was my, um, the, like, I'll, we can close on this one. Like that, that was my dream job. Yeah. Like, like my dream, mm-hmm. my, my dream was to work in, in the cannabis industry. Mm-hmm. He hooked me up with that job. And that company did me fucking dirty. I'm sorry. That like, like, sucks. Yeah, like they, that like they didn't do me as dirty as they did some people. Fuck yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Like I was lucky. They when when what happened happened. They still had to pay me. Mm-hmm. Um, some people lost their jobs like a week later, and they didn't get paid. We compared it to the Thanos snap. Boom. Just like that. It was. Just dude, like, it was like. F- it was a lot of people, man. Like mm-hmm. like it, they basically. It was like a mass exodus of the whole company. Like mm-hmm. everybody was gone. It, it was it was nuts, um, but yeah. Uh, go ahead and plug your uh, go ahead and plug your stuff, man. Plug your sh- plug your new show. And- oh yeah, okay. So my YouTube show is Masarap. It's spelled M A S A R A P. Uh, cooking show. It means delicious in Tagalog, Filipino, um, and you can find it on YouTube. Um, and my Instagram handle is Paul underscore Suniga S U N I G A. And, you know, check me out if you like cooking, if you like hanging out or just like, yeah, you know, just fucking looking for something to do. Fucking check me out. Fucking super funny, I think. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I appreciate you guys listening if you made it this far. Seriously. Fuck yeah, dude. Much love from the well-fed pod, dude. Yeah, man. This was this was fun. This was episode 19. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Sick.